0: Get ready for non-stop action. Get ready for non-stop excitement. They're doing the job possibly nobody wants. Watching every canon film and analyzing them. To death. Frank Garcia Hale. Jeff Garlock in The Canon Cannon. You won't get away. I'll kill you sooner or later. Welcome to The Canon Canon. My name is Jeff Garlock. And I'm Frank Garcia, Deep Red Hail. Ooh, that's what you went with. I was wondering which one of the many. There's a lot. <laughs> yes, this yeah. is how they do. But yes, welcome uh, to the Canon Can, the podcast where we talk about Canon films and all of their fantastic films, but also we branch off. That's and right. This is part of, so this is going to be a classic Garlock trying to do time travel in my brain. <laughs> yeah.
1: The pre-taped, the pre-taped, the pre-taped call-in
0: call show. show of yeah. podcasts. Right. So you are currently listening. We are in the midst or the in end. the beginning. Or, yeah. Exactly. You already we're, pre-taped we're,
1: it. It's uh, the beginning of the end and the end of the beginning.
0: We are the beginning of the end and the end of the beginning. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, because we are in Argentober. Yeah. It's a, it's a canon, canon, hard pivot. Oh, yes.
1: Argentober. <laughs>
0: We might we figured Argentober is October. Let us do all Dario Argento movies because... Because
1: why the fuck not?
0: Exactly. And and we have been threatening some hard pivots. These are going to start happening more and more possibly. Yeah. So get ready, baby. But how often do we bring up Argento? A lot. <laughs> Too much, a probably. Lot. So we might as well devote a little bit of real estate to them. Yeah. But if you are listening to this in uh, around september Uh, You're listening to it on our Patreon. And welcome, Patreon members. We love you so much. Patreon.com backslash, or, oh, I do it all the time. Patreon.com slash the canon canon. But if you are listening to this in our (laughs) main uh, feed, Beyond the Foofy Wall, main feed when we love you too yeah. this is our last episode <laughs> you're at the
1: end of the journey you're <laughs> at the
0: end of the journey so also if it sounds like we are talking about argento stuff like it's the first time oh we are and we're then we are and then if i'm repeating stuff and frank is repeating stuff in the other four because we get to do five this month oh of wow. Argento, because we have a long october
1: oh shit yeah
0: fantastic oh that's right? awesome yeah and we're going to be hitting a bunch of them, or you have heard us hit a bunch of them. So is that confusing enough? It would be a lot less confusing if you just be on our fucking Patreon, people. That's right. Some of these hard pivots are going to be helping you out in the end.
1: But still, I if you've never seen the Mr. Show sketch, the pre-taped Colin show, <laughs> yes. you have to see it because it's one of the best sketches ever. It truly is. And it... <laughs> It does kind of define what we're what we're struggling with to explain exactly. How, but yeah, it's a classic whiteboard sketch. Like you got to have
0: a whiteboard and write out oh, yeah. the fucking timeline, like you're making fucking Looper. But instead, <laughs> it's a four minute sketch, uh, and that's how we feel when we're explaining this. But like we said, this is Argentober. Uh, we are big fans of Argento. Uh, he is he is a nut job. Uh, like all of our favorite Italian uh, horror directors from the 70s. Oh, yeah. Uh, and we'll get all into it. Uh, and, yeah, I'm excited for you to have been listening to this for the whole month or listening to it now uh, because, again, I am – I mean, when we do this, we do this in, in, in the Cannon Cannon headquarters and we've said it before we are surrounded by Argento, too. Yeah, Uh, Jeff
1: has a fetish.
0: Yes, I've got a bit of a fetish. I mean, like, we've got a bunch of stuff on the walls, but we're currently staring at a Four Flies on Grey Velvet poster. Hmm, that sounds like that could be a fun idea. Yes. Suspiria poster. Mm. Hmm, an even more fun idea. I have a goblin poster. Tour poster with an image from Suspiria. Oh yeah, goblin. It's.
1: I think this is my favorite poster of yours in here. The goblin, the goblin one. Yeah, that and is... a
0: goblin uh, record bag.
1: And it's yeah, it's a tote. <laughs> it's Jeff. a toter. It's a tote.
0: Maybe we should make Cannon Cannon totes at some point. Yeah. Um. But yeah, we're. But there's a lot of Argento going on here. So I am. I'm. I'm staring directly at Argento's autobiography right behind.
1: <laughs> yeah. So Jeff, you're. You're way more like I've seen the films and I love the films. Yes. Right? And I haven't seen a lot of these, like especially today's movie, since right. college. Okay, great. So it's been a while, right? And I saw the U.S. version. Sure. So I, I'm. It's fresh. It's basically very awesome. fresh. So you are well versed. Yes. In Argento. Yes. And I am a casual fan. Okay. <laughs> I can't. like. I am such a huge fan of his aesthetic. The style which Mm -hmm. he shoots. It's so every time I watch one of his movies, I'm like, I want to, I want to direct. Like I just it makes me want to be like, I need to film shit like this. I need to like anytime I am back in the director's chair, I I need to remember to watch these movies again for inspiration so I can steal, right? It is
0: mind-blowing he got so much money consistently and found so much money with his dad and his brother and their producing company. To fund these insane ideas, insane shots. Yeah. Uh, to the insane setups, especially in this one. Because, I, yeah, I was watching a longer version than I've ever watched even yeah. for this one. And it's just constantly just like beyond the beauty of it. It is always being like, you got money for this. And then it did well. Yeah. Well,
1: that's... <laughs> a, oh, man. It did really well. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I, I think... Also, it's it's a masterclass, because when I was reading, because we were trying to debate on which version to watch, right? because uh, on Shudder, it is on Shudder, but mm-hmm. it's the American version, it's the shorter version, and I was reading the comments on it, and it's such a mixed bag of people being like, this shit's boring and stupid, and then other people being like, this is a masterpiece, and I want to argue, uh, debate me, uh, I, I want to argue with the people who say it's boring, because I think what... I'm going to go ahead and get into it. What he does so masterfully in this movie is if you're going to have slow moments or moments where there's no action happening, you have to make the scenes dynamic. And he is always doing something interesting with the camera (laughs) where you're like, I don't give a fuck that this is born because I'm entertained by the shot composition that he's doing in the cameras constantly moving or even if was just fucking noodling at a piano it's like <laughs> no. you would be like bored out of your mind but the way that he sh- fucking shoots it even a static shot is interesting with him yes
0: uh, he if the camera isn't moving something is wrong in a weird way and, yeah. and
1: so yeah it's supposed to be unsettling
0: exactly like and so yeah argento is this is dario argento and of course we are talking about deep red Today, yes. Um. Uh. And uh, we'll get into the other titles as well. Yeah. Um. I got a whole list here, yeah. yeah. Uh. Which also is the beauty. You know, sometimes we do talk. We always talk when we're doing can and can about the different titles, but more than other types of movies, Italian horror and Italian giallo. Uh, cause this is also a giallo giallo are these, uh, subset of Italian horror films that are usually based around some sort of obscured murder that is happening by, a um, person hold with, uh, black leather gloves with complicated, uh, murders, murders yeah. <laughs> that will have some sort of twist at the end. And they're based off of these, uh, yellow covered paperback books that were called giallos, uh, that were popular in Italy, um, uh, and then there would also, at the time, be debate about: Is this one really a Giallo? This one brings in supernatural elements. What the fuck is Dario doing? And Dario is part of a long line. Uh, you know, his history is insane. Like, I mean, like he helped write "Once Upon a Time in the West" yeah. like with Bertolucci. He was like a co-conspirator with Bertolucci at one point. Um, and also, I'll, when I, as I'm throwing out these facts. As I think we've probably said before, I know more than most, and definitely a lot less than others.
1: So, well, yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not putting that on you that you're the premier expert. No, no, I'm but, just saying that you know more than me, who knows nothing.
0: Yes, and I like to get. I, so, I, Jeff, take I, the wheel. We've had a wonderful. We had a recent person on Twitter who had a lot more facts about Giallo's, and and I was oh. like, oh, this guy knows a lot. Uh, yeah. This person, whoever it is, uh, and I was, uh, I was like, great. I love more and more information because I also. As much as I love Italian films, I also, I've said it before, I, uh, besides, like, the big ones, I will often get confused of, like, is this a Corbucci or is this, <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, or is this a Lenzi? Like, sometimes I'm just, like, because uh, th- when you're an Italian director, especially at the time, Italy's, like, uh, 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 copyright laws were insane, like, non-existent, so they just pumped out. Hundreds of movies and they did every genre and even Argento like he, coming off of this, he was doing a, a political comedy yeah. that didn't do well. And it's actually actually have never seen it. But like they all do like it would be like, Oh, I also do polizio Tecci's. I also do fucking pulpa movies, which are like the sword and sandals, yeah. Uh lots of comedies. We had a, that that fan uh told us some facts about super fuzz, which yeah. was great. I gotta play that game. Beans and slaps or whatever. Someone made a fucking platform game.
1: That's amazing.
0: I mean, and yes, I was like, Sometimes that's the fun part of being an Italian genre fan is being like, yes, they do slap each other a lot. You right? know,
1: uh, <laughs> our protagonist in this movie is a super snooper himself. He is a super
0: <laughs> snooper. That is also a part of especially Argento and like giallos is like a, a you know, cops are idiots. Oh, yeah. You got to have someone just who's like
1: constantly eat my favorite trope, uh, eating sandwiches and just slobs. I was snobs very... and slobs, baby. Dude, I was <laughs> very jealous watching that scene where they're uh, mm-hmm. investigating the murder the first movie murder yeah. and i was like man i would have been king oh with my body type and the slob i am i would have really booked in italy just fucking
0: bursting out of curtains and being like hey give me the coffee, right like <laughs> bursting out of my
1: shirt because <laughs> it's too tight <laughs> they will be like all of these give me a cigarello.
0: <laughs> but yeah argento's from this like long line and like you know like bava is kind of the king oh, of yeah. all this uh but it you know we'll get into it you see the lines into American horror. Like, I mean, like, there's a little burst in this. It's just like, all right, Halloween, Halloween 1. Two. Halloween 2. Yeah. Like, her, uh, the woman pulling the fucking uh, knitting needle out. Uh, I was like, all right, great, Halloween 1. And then, yeah, Death by Scalding. Yeah. I was like, Halloween 2, great. Yeah. You really just start to piece together, like, because who doesn't agree that Argento is an amazing, like, filmmaker? Like,
1: yeah, I mean, I, I, I really... Uh, spoiler, I really love this film. Mm-hmm. Um and aside from the animal cruelty, which was fucking insane and very disturbing. Italians. To me, <laughs> I was just like, God damn it. It's yeah. like I knew that was gonna happen with the So I rented it from iTunes. Okay, great. The Arrow Video releases on there. There are two versions. There's the American one and the Arrow Video, that's the unrated, uncut. Mm-hmm. But because they Insert in deleted scenes. uh They don't have the dubs of that, so it constantly went back and forth between Italian yep. and English. And I'll, I got to be honest with you. Normally, that would like annoy the fuck out of me. I'd be like, "Fuck this! I'm gonna watch the American version." I didn't care because I enjoy the movie so much.
0: I like watching that version too because you know the differences and yeah. like it's like such a stark.
1: It's a huge. It's a star, especially with the voices, like yes. the, how they dubbed it, the, the actors that they chose, when it goes back to America, you're like, whoa.
0: Yeah. We talked about, like, there are multiple titles. There's Deep red. Yeah, so There's let's go Profundo through There's Rosso. Yep. There's the Hatchet Murders, when it was re-released, I believe, in America. Because that's the beauty of these movies. It's just like... And the Deep Red Hatchet Murders. And the Deep Red... like Because they'll be like, oh, we could get more money. This movie got more popular. Let's re-release it. Just put a different title. Who gives a fuck?
1: Well, in Japan, they released it as Suspiria, Suspiria 2. Suspiria 2. Yeah.
0: It's a real classic Zombie 2 sort of move. And the
1: working <laughs> title was The Sabretooth Tiger.
0: Right? Because if you don't know, Argento had like a whole animal theme, uh, the animal trilogy. He loves doing trilogies that are like, hmm. they're like kind of connected, but like it's really just like, Bird with a crystal plumage, cat with the nine tails. Like, eh, they guess yeah, that it. Connected. Yeah, that's kind of theme. It's almost. It's it's like if you thought the Cornetto trilogy having a <laughs> being a trilogy was like pushing it, uh, yeah, this is really pushing it. That's where the he most gets it, and
1: you can see a lot of Edgar Wright. Uh, right, man, Edgar Wright definitely is influenced definitely. for sure because a lot of those shots are like, oh, I see right. where that came. But from. But I
0: think he might have even changed it because he was getting pissy because it is Italy. If one movie is is does well. You'll get not like three of them. It's not like a Turner and Hooch canine situation. <laughs> yeah. It'll be like, here are 20 animal movies where all of a sudden you're like the black belly of the tarantula and like, and then yeah. you're just shoving them in. He's like, no, no more animals. <laughs> um, but yes, yeah. yeah, so we got The Hatchet Murder so far, pre- uh, Deep Red, Profondo Rosso, Suspiria 2. What else we got?
1: Profoundly Red, Savage, mm-hmm. Dripping Deep Red. Uh, but yeah, we covered all of them.
0: And so the beauty is, I mean, when they're doing that, there's always minuscule cuts. Here's the interesting part of uh, it happens with uh, Italy versus here, like other countries and then our cuts. Because everyone's got their different rules. In the UK, you got your video nasties that you got to deal with. I will say, and here's uh, my spoiler and get people's cockles up. I might ultimately enjoy the American shorter cut
1: okay the best okay
0: out of all of them
1: after we watch it on Shutter.
0: that's the thing as I've watched it too many times and I've also watched this I mean I've probably watched Deep Red 10, 20 times mm-hmm. maybe more probably more uh, and also jump around because it's here's the thing it's not like when you're like oh they're doing another release do I need another release yeah a lot of times it really is like, no, we're now showing you what they saw in like Malaysia or like here's this cut. Yeah. And so the difference between see. So you watched the version that was the version where they insert Italian scenes and it cuts back and forth. I ended up watching because I was like, oh, I haven't seen this version and it was on a couple of the weirder streaming sites. <laughs> There's a newer version, I think I think it was working off of that and it's like Dario's approved cut, I think. Oh. It's all in Italian, so it doesn't have the fun right. American dubbed voices because as you've heard, if you haven't if you've listened to these other episodes, we'll probably talk about it. Italian genre I've mentioned before, they they uh, never did live sound. So yeah. everyone has Everything to overdub. Dub, yeah. Because it was always like multiple people from Germany, England. Like everyone yeah. just jammed together. So they're like, fuck it. We'll redo it for everyone. So then like David Hemmings has to redo his voice. <laughs> there are certain actors who do certain voices and you'll recognize them. You'll be like, oh, that's the guy who does Fabio Tusti's voice, etc. Um, the version I think I watched was all Italian. Didn't Did your version uh look worse when it transferred to italian or did it look the same basically? it looked the same because i've seen one version i'm pretty sure where like it was like they didn't clean up yeah they cleaned the it inserted. up on this
1: one yeah i mean there was like you could tell a slight difference but i like, think they this was like the
0: equivalent of like the 4k version okay so everything looked the same amazing and so this new version is just like your version though where it's like it's it's 22 minutes added. Yeah. And ultimately, because I've seen it enough, they say that part of it is that they took out most of the gore for the shorter version, but I never completely notice it. I feel like when that's said, it's always like, we cut out two seconds, and I'm right. always just like, okay. They're like,
1: you lingering on it for too long.
0: Yeah, and yeah. honestly... Most Italian film lingers on it too long anyways. I mean, that is Fulci Fulci, in Jesus Christ. Yeah, exactly. Fulci (laughs) is just like. Fulci. Fulci. You're making a meal out of this. What do you
1: think? We must go longer. We go longer.
0: (laughs) Um, But the shit that they added in this newer version was uh, the animal stuff. So like that dog fight.
1: Out of nowhere. It's it's like a second long or two seconds. And I'm like, why? Yeah, never seen it before. You literally do not need this.
0: Last night was the first time I've ever seen it. It upset me. He swears. I mean, this is. I think he swears it's just. They're just playing. And maybe they are. But maybe they're playing like wild dogs in Romania where it's like they're playing for keeps.
1: No, I. Look, I used to work at dog daycares. Yes, I've seen a dog fight. The look in out. that one dog's eyes. <laughs> yeah, I was like, no, this is this is not. Yeah, uh, cool. And then the worst of it, the one that really like ugh, uh-huh. just sat with me too much, and I watched it in the middle of the day. Sure, <laughs> and I was still thinking about it at night. It still haunted my memory. So just trigger warning, I guess we yeah. should say, uh, for animal cruelty. But like, I mean, this is no cannibal holocaust or anything no, like not that. Not at all. But. They put a pin right. through the head of a lizard and it is just wriggling around in Some pain.
0: sources swear that it was just attached at the head and they like looped it. But you're like, like it's
1: like a Steve Martin arrow. Yes. I doubt it. I That's doubt the it.
0: thing. I'm like I think they're probably moving quick and we're like, shove a fucking pin in the lizard. Granted, heads. it's
1: only like a second or two. Like yeah. you see it, but at the same time, it's like it's a second or but two. But I more think than the I
0: version know. we saw is either I think might be just like extended. So that's one of those where it's like you just got to linger on it a little bit
1: longer. But how do they cut that scene? I, I don't understand. For like that little girl, yeah. Do they cut? Is the scene? Cut? I've
0: always seen the lizard. I think in every cut I remember. So okay. I think at most it was a shorter version of it.
1: Okay, because I was about to say, it's like how do you cut that scene without right? Yeah, having him the being most like, little stuff, rich.
0: The most stuff that got added is. Uh, David Hemmings as our main protagonist and Daria Nicolodi as our second protagonist, yeah. essentially. More of the flirting stuff. And like the main okay. cut, from what I remember, it's a lot more of like a lot of Italian movies where you're like, am I watching a shorter cut? Or are they just like, fuck it, you'll just deal with the fact that maybe
1: they slept with each other and it doesn't matter. But in the longer cut, you really don't... It's still that kind yeah, of it's still, Yeah, it still
0: is like dick and rat. But then I think in the... So, and then they also, there were just like a few there's more, as far as I know, I think there's more scenes in that Edward Hopper style blue bottle bar. Oh, yeah, in. yeah. So like, you don't really see much of the internal in the original cut, or the American cut. Yeah. And I could be wrong on these, but this is just my faulty memory, uh, because I've also seen the cut you watched, mm. but a shorter version, I think, uh Weirdly. <laughs> Because there's like five of them you could get, and yeah. every version has like multiple. It's like in the Dawn of the Dead oh, box God. set too, with like four different I versions. Know. And I'm like, which one do I even like more? Yeah. Um. And then even stuff like in in the version we saw, as far as I remember, the ma- the American cut just starts with the, psychi- the psychotherapy like basically uh, the symposium yeah. the symposium that scanners basically got the starting point right, idea yeah. from. And in our version, I think you saw it just started with David Hemmings like teaching jazz. Did yeah, your version have that? Yeah, yeah, it's it's
1: him teaching. Yeah, trying was to it be in like, Italian. Yeah, it was yes. in Italian where he's like, "It's too." He's like, "It's too um, clean." Yes, it's too clean. It's got to be loose. Uh, yes. You know, like it, yeah, this
0: is Jay. This kind of As soon as
1: I saw, I also said, "This is very Italian because, of course, they'd be practicing in you know, a like mausole. <laughs> I was
0: like, "What the fuck." <laughs>
1: but there's it like does, the, the practice only, space yeah. there's
0: there's not much of a need for that scene it works better starting i think in the other one it beyond that it does a like zoom in on david hemming's that turns into a zoom in on yeah. the door well,
1: which that, is cool that zoom in was great yeah yes. i love those zoom in like at one point where he zooms in through the curtain you can see uh, right. the director the shadow of the yeah
0: but but i think for me the the that kind of added will they won't they but not really and kind of jokier stuff like i think it's supposed to be like a break in the tension. Yeah. But it starts to feel when I'm like, I've watched this a lot. It's a little I kinda just want to get there. it going. And I think there might be more added to him going to the house of the ghost girl or whatever this yeah. thing, which essentially is just another Giallo movie title, whatever that one is. Because even watching, I mean, it's every time I've watched it, that's really the only section that feels ever slow too slow for me is the investigation of the
1: house. Well, that even the actor or even the character in the scene, when he comes back to be like, you were here for a long time. It's like, yeah, he's the voice of the audience.
0: And I'm like, I'm with you landlord. (laughs) Because like there, I don't really know. Sometimes. I mean, that's part of Dario's charm is that there's an internal logic that makes no sense. Yeah. And makes sense to him. and, Sometimes, and this is also something I question all the time, how much of it is me just having a fascination with a culture I don't completely know? Yeah. So, like, how much is, like, would it make sense to someone who grew up in Italy? Like, I'm always, like, if I find out someone's, like, grew up in Italy, I'm like, oh, was it important? Did you actually see these movies? Were they on the fringe? Like, they are here. Like,
1: this and that. Um Jeff, you yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is a bit I was doing with my wife because we we're watching our daughter was watching these I, I mentioned this before, <laughs> these weird European YouTube like right. stars, right? And there was this really freaky shape. Like uh-huh. the mom conjured these shapes that were talking and then turned into these like things that hurt for her daughter to color. Right. And I was like, she was like, what the fuck? My wife was. And I was like, honey, you, you, you have to understand the culture. <laughs> you see the thing? And I kept making up this like whole thing being like, you know, there's a whole uh, folk folklore that, you know, uh, <laughs> right. you conjure up shapes to help your kids. And right. it's a, you, you have to understand the culture. But it was a bit that I kept going you the gotta, whole night. You got to understand the culture. Even we're watching Ted Lasso just being like, <laughs> you, you got to understand the culture.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's I weirdly brought I've now at this point, I will have brought it up on every single podcast that I do. But it came up as a conversation where I was like, why are we having this conversation on docs till death? This one is for either canon. Oh, yeah. Or for fucking what's that from? <laughs> but we were talking about the sex pistols. And we we're having a conversation of like, how much of our appreciation of the Sex Pistols is because of how good they are and how important they are in the time period, and how much is a fascination with a, a British culture that we don't completely understand? Because even in you the had fil- to be there. that's the thing. Like, that's in what fil- I. That's how,
1: that's the level of respect I have for the Sex Pistols because I don't think they're very good. Yeah, I'm like, I don't think they're great. On a re-listen,
0: the one record is better than you. Remember, because yes. it's like because it's background music at this point, it doesn't, but it's exist. like to me,
1: it's like as the same as like a Foo Fighters, yes, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's like, like
0: when my wife was like, This is so weird because it sounds not aggressive and like child's no. music, and I'm like, yeah, But no.
1: again, in context of it's a Citizen Kane effect, right? right? We're yeah. like, This fucking movie, and it's right. like, No, you gotta understand. You gotta. Understand Although I will time. say
0: with Sis and Kane, sometimes the first time I remember watching Citizen and Kane, it was like watching Argento. Oh yeah, like you have that first shot, and you're like, whoa, whoa, yeah, you're doing this. Then there is still, yeah,
1: that's it's a, it's a very impressive. But like movie. in the Filth and the Fury, there's a whole section ah, where they're like, the French.
0: Yeah, oh, he's back.
1: There's a fine line <laughs> that you find. Does he do anything, <laughs> Jeff? Oh, Orson. Are we watching man? <laughs> Is this the first or the last episode, Jeff?
0: <laughs> Don't get me confused, oh, Orson. Jeff,
1: Jeffrey, <laughs> my favorite character was the one who was drunk.
0: <laughs> I could relate to this. He knows
1: how to live. <laughs>
0: But there's like a part in the Filth and Fury where they talk about how Johnny Rotten was like comedy, and then it it because <laughs> he we're, was a
1: character. I mean, he was a, was a character, and he
0: still is. Yeah. And uh, but they were basically like, and I'm making up names. They were basically just like, and it was his response to Johnny Finagle and Bill O'Brabbley. <laughs> and you're like, show these clips, and you're like, oh right, there's a whole history of like we think we know British shit because we know like fucking garth Marenghi and time trump right right but then it's like wait who the fuck are these fucking guys that you're referencing like i'm supposed to know right uh
1: basilwick and- total that's it exactly right. and i love basilwick touring <laughs> his work is basilwick Wick Torlebeck is the the premier <laughs> comedian of the british he really revolutionized as you can see, as you
0: probably have heard many times, uh, I wish one of my better comedic skills was to come up with funny names oh, on yeah. the fly. Frank is much better with it than I am. It's one of the things I envy in Super Ego yeah. so much. I'm so bad at it. One uh, of
1: the... I think uh, one of the indie improv teams because I was in a Curtis Gwynn scene class uh-huh. and one of the names that because I, I pretty much stole this parts of it from um, Look Around You uh-huh. I think but the name was Sheldrake Boothroy <laughs> <laughs> It was like I played a character like hello my name is Sheldrake Boothroy <laughs> And like they thought it was so funny, so they started an indie team. I love it off of that. But like, yeah, that that was one of my favorite names that I like. Just like a fucking
0: impression. You need like go tos of like, all right, I'm doing oh, yeah. British. What are my things? It's, it, we can't all be Michael Hartney. You know, he is right. the best he at coming the, up with funny oh fucking God. names. Yeah. Um, uh, what the fuck how did i even get to this so but. you were
1: talking about like the cultural like being like you have to understand like yes you, we're talking about the. but and so points. it
0: is like constantly this you know if this is what i was talking about but it's like yeah this this movie you're constantly uh uh, uh trying to keep up with what is going on and sometimes and that's part of the fun of watching italian movies is sometimes you just like let it go yeah like like the movie Frozen. But like it, never heard of it. Never. I don't know what that is. But uh uh did finally watch them with my kids this weekend, uh, my kid this weekend, and I might say I am indifferent at best. Uh surprised Garlock
1: doesn't like Disney movies. Don't watch the second one. Yeah, I that, already that watched, one will, I
0: watched that too. Oh, I you did I read Dead Calm instead. Dead Calm, good movie. We might have to do Dead Calm yeah. as it could have been. Yeah. It's a very good movie. But I just think like it, it's 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 a little bit like there's both you 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 watch these movies and you wonder if there will be an explanation like the love of beans in Super Fuzz, which we got <laughs> an explanation that it's like an explanation that still didn't completely make sense. Well, what, what was the explanation? He basically was like, it's a running joke with that care with that actor, like in his movies. Oh. But I don't know what exactly the running joke is, and I I'm gonna try to find out. That's why it's beans and slaps. Like it's a whole thing. Yeah. And I'm guessing because beans are part of Westerns. Like, culture, right, yeah. like, on the chow train, so oh, maybe yeah. some here. Like, a lot of fart jokes, maybe, but uh-huh. we'll see. Um, you can go deep on this stuff. But, yeah, ultimately, I think, uh, <laughs> in this long answer, to, or thing I'm saying here, I, I think going back to, I might ultimately like the shorter version better. Mm-hmm. Oh, because there's always... I do think, in almost every Italian movie, there's almost always a middle part I always zone out. I've never... I love Italian movies and also will always zone out in the middle oh, yeah. at some point yeah. because I start to just lose the logic and I'm just like, all right, man, just waiting for the next set piece a little bit.
1: There have been times where uh I've, you know, I bought like, you know, like again, like there's like a hundred Italian horror films on yep. one DVD, you know, Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll try to get through them and I'm like, I'll all of a sudden wake up and I'm like, whoa, whoa, what, what did I do? Yeah. Because there there's. I mean, talk about like again. Argento was really great at like at least making a static shot interesting, mm-hmm. but a lot of these, man, like it's like a nap time. Like yes. this is like just just on. A windy hill, you yeah. know, just for a long time with a character just standing on a windy hill <laughs> that's a vampire. And you're just like, cool. And it's like, it's been 10 minutes.
0: Yeah, I yeah it's uh, I, I've said it before, but I think I need to reread that Patton Oswalt book where he talks about his like trying to watch every movie and then realizing he's not really watching them. Because yeah. that's certainly what I did with Italian movies at one point.
1: You can um, only do so much.
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh, so should we, before we keep going, should yeah. we get some facts here? Yeah, 30
1: minutes and let's get the but facts. Yeah, of course. That's how we do. So the gross of this movie, uh, oh, I should say that it was released March 7th, 1975 in Italy. Right. And it was released in the US on June 11th, 1976. I got excited because I started doing the top 10 of 1975, which Jaws, you know, like that's a huge year huge. for a lot of great movies that you're like, Holy fuck! And then you see how Jaws kind of changed the landscape yep. of it. So in the U.S., uh, oh, well, before I get to the top ten of '76, um, the gross of this movie, or at least I think in uh, Italy, because it's only listed as lira. Is that how you yes, say it? Yes. Yeah. Three point seven billion Which lira converted
0: is two dollars. Yeah, so. <laughs> exactly. So it's not that it's
1: not that good, but it made six hundred and thirty k in the USA. Okay. 630K in the USA. <laughs> is that for that release of it or for all of it? Uh, for all of
0: it, I think. Be- okay, just because it did get re-released in like 1980, I think. Oh, it did. And that's when it's the Hatchet Murders.
1: Oh, that was uh, I thought that was only to video, no?
0: No, I think so. they re-released to theater. Oh, I didn't Again, even know. Again, it's so hard to get... I mean, this is also... So in that
1: case, it made all the money. Right.
0: And this is what we do want to say, just briefly, because we've talked about all these different versions. Whatever version you get, like, because literally, like, last night, I sat there and jumped around. Even though it was a two-hour movie, I spent 20 minutes trying to find the one I wanted to watch out of all the bullshit channels on fucking Roku. Because it's (laughs) like, Shudder's got the standard, like, American version. What Tubi might have had the hatchet murders. But it was, it didn't have subtitles, but it also had a completely different font set yeah. at the beginning, which was throwing me <laughs> off. And then Plex or Midnight Pulp. I don't, these deep cut ones that I oh. keep finding of channels where I'm like, that's what happens with the Canon Canon. Is like, I want to get it free. And all of a sudden I'd be like, the only way I'm gonna watch. Platoon leader yeah. is on Plex. And then all of a sudden I have Plex, and I don't know what it is. And it's but... a
1: commercial every 30 seconds.
0: Yeah. And, <laughs> and you're just hoping it's not one of those like weird Czechoslovakian oh, yeah. softcore ones because every time you go to look for a spaghetti western, it will start with a 30 second like lady, like in her lingerie and you're uh-huh. like i'm not here for the. and then loops. you start taking off your
1: pants and then i then start you jerking start, off yeah. and
0: it takes a while uh <laughs> but so yeah even online get whatever version you're yeah. gonna get
1: <laughs> i would i would recommend the shutter one because that's a conversation that jeff and i had was like i mean either i i just I rented it from like for 3.99 must yeah. be nice uh <laughs> off of nice. itunes the Arrow version yes. of it and that's if you want to do that great but we trust Shudder so much with how they curate, yeah. That like I'm confident that that version is. That's where uh, I stand yeah.
0: behind. If it's the America. I just I like that generally that
1: version. Yeah. the best. It's it's so, the
0: two-hour version gets long anyway. So yes, it does what else? get long. Yes, yeah, so but anyway, the top
1: ten movies of 1976. Hey, yo, hey, Rocky. 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 You got to fly. Yeah. A star is born. Oh, King the, Kong. Silver streak, all the president's men, the omen, the enforcer, midway, the bad news bears. <coughs> Just had to take a swig of whiskey. <laughs> yeah. Pulling
0: one back, <laughs> take a pull. <pole. laughs> it's honor a dime back.
1: <laughs> the bad news bears. The bad news bears. Man, that's when a movie could have kids saying fucked up shit. <laughs> They could throw around homophobic slurs, and we were fine with it. (laughs) We said that's what makes kids who they are today. (laughs) And then Sleepaway Camp said, hey, I can one-up you times a billion. (laughs) Every fucking word is a swear or a homophobic slur. And we'll get into some of the, uh, I didn't trust this movie to handle. uh, Yeah. Yeah, We'll get into into that. (laughs) All right. So, um, yeah, I don't know where it charted uh, because it's just kind of, yeah. you know, there's whatever. Who cares? Yeah. Um,
0: it's fucking Profondo Rosso, Deep Red. I mean, it doesn't give a yeah. fuck. You, you love it.
1: I mean, that's enough. Uh, uh, the one thing I did I did want to mention that I thought was really interesting is that he didn't like Gasolini's uh, score. Yeah. And so he was like, fuck it. I'm going to try to get Pink Floyd. I know. At the time, Pink Floyd. And it's like, whoa. Yeah. It's 70. I would assume when he's making it 73, 74, right? Mm -hmm. So we're talking about 73, 74 Pink Floyd. And I wish I knew Pink Floyd's output uh, better. Uh, But I'll tell you what, man. Those early albums, pretty rad.
0: I mean, those were life-changing for me. I mean, again, you can blame... Uh, Pink Floyd live at Pompeii for what Panthers became of songs, maybe too long on our album. Things <laughs> are strange. Uh, yeah, because 73, I mean, 73, that's the crazy part. If he's trying to do around seventy-three, that's when Dark Side of the Moon came out. Oh, see,
1: so that's really ambitious. <laughs> if Super. it was
0: before that, he would have they already had done the Moore yeah. soundtrack. They were like saying, fuck it, they'll do Obscured by Clouds. They would have yeah. done the soundtrack Metal oh, dude. Era. Man, obscured
1: oh. by So that movie and Piper, right? Yeah, that uh yeah. those those I said movie, those albums. Um I listened to those while on Mushrooms. Oh my god. And sure it did. was an incredible experience couldn't even imagine <laughs> couldn't even imagine oh, jeff when i say unlocked worlds Ooh, uh man. unlocked uh it just it did frank was like a tool album <laughs> that was something in person <laughs> see i i saw tool and i I'm, I'm being serious about this and you can make fun of me all you want I, i'm serious i swear to god you can make fun of me and people will think i'm the lamest person ever for saying this but i had never seen tool live and to be honest with you i'm i'm a fan but not like a huge huge fan of tool Mm -hmm. and i was like i got to see them live and i went with my buddy jay and i did not do any i was like i want to be stone sober for this but during that performance it did feel like i was on mushrooms I was like, I feel like I'm going into different dimensions watching this band.
0: As a straight edge man, I believe there are some moments when you see some tool setups where you're like, come on, people. I know you like to fucking fuck with tool and make fun of them. And Maynard is kind of a tool. Yeah. But I mean, sometimes you'll watch them live and you'll be like, whoa. Yeah. Everything is working very well. Very because there well. is nothing. I've We've talked about this before. Now we're just on a sidetrack of music. But we're talking about music. It's exciting especially when you mostly come from a punk and hardcore background, when you see a band that that you love but don't like, or love, and it's not just kind of vaguely I'm watching a big band, yeah, and they know how to manipulate a huge space. Nine Inch Nails. Nine Inch Nails. Yeah. We talked about where it's like... Every
1: single... I've seen Nine Inch Nails probably the most of any band. Yeah. Ever. uh, Well, other than Sonic Youth. And I know how you feel about Sonic Youth,
0: but... Thurston, get out of my face. (laughs) Yeah.
1: uh, I agree with that. Yeah. But uh, every show is different than I've seen 9 inch nails. I've seen them maybe 10 times mm-hmm. and every single show has been a different stage setup but still very like whoa. yeah They put a lot of thought and it's a show. Even when I saw them at the Palladium or right. uh not Palladium. Was it Palladium? But where it's just not stri- stripped down just lights. Yeah. Because it, it was a much smaller venue. It was still amazing.
0: I remember years and years and years ago, and he probably doesn't remember, but my buddy Jay making fun of me a little bit because he was like, 50 bucks you pay, or whatever we pay to see Iron Maiden oh yeah and i was just like they put on a fucking show man like and i was like it's like a broadway show and he's like kind of like trying to make fun i was like no it legitimately
1: yeah is like a broadway it's insane and talk all the shit you want about like if you love or hate like pop music but like if you're going to see like a pop star like britney they spears get it. they get it yeah yeah they're putting on a show it's like they're doing costume changes they're doing set changes it's like it's a Broadway play.
0: So I was just saying <laughs> to our friend Jason Gore, I was like, God damn it. When this shit finally calms down enough that the world can be okay, I can't wait to go see the Scorpions at the oh, Las yeah. Vegas residency. Oh, man. <laughs> like, I, yeah. How great would oh, that man. road trip be?
1: <laughs> that would be amazing. Um,
0: scorpions! Sc- scorpions! But, uh, <laughs> do you know what? But, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, they so he got this jazz pianist. They did not like it. Yep. And then Pink Floyd... And they couldn't do it said, for whatever no, thank reason. You. <laughs> and then he found Goblin. The fucking greatest band ever. I mean <laughs> what? I mean, talk about a groovy, spooky score. I mean, got to, I mean, I'm I'm I grabbed it. I, I've got my version of it. I know. I, have- I was like,
1: I was about to look on discogs after I watched the movie, being like, I think I'm gonna have to buy this.
0: Yeah, uh, you you do. Um, uh, yeah, I have the... They
1: re-released it in a three LP set, I think?
0: They did. And it is one of those or four LP. Yeah. I was looking at that, because one, this is where Wikipedia gets where at least the wording they were acting like it had never been released before. And I was like, no, I have no, it. it. I'm, yeah. I'm holding my I'm version watch, right now. i looking at it right now. Um, uh, it was the Abraxas Italy version. Um, but... Uh, yeah, they released a three version that has like billions of alternate takes. Can you
1: uh, hold that up for the audience?
0: Audience, are you taking a look? This oh wow! Is beautiful. Yeah, you see that? You uh, see ooh, how that? Look ooh, at that. look at that! Oh. oh, it's like it's got
1: like here. I'm gonna describe this. It's like a fold-out, basically, mm-hmm. like you're looking at a centerfold, ooh, uh, and it's got the This is my poster. porno. <laughs> yeah. Uh, profondo profondo Ros-
0: Rosso. But yeah, uh, I sometimes wonder if I... I get excited about those types of re-releases, and then I'm like, how often am I going to listen to that second or third LP? That's like alternate takes of the song they've repeated a bunch, which is the main theme. Yeah, yeah, It's a little bit like Platoon Leader. But the difference is, George S. Clinton, you got some goods. Goblin, you got all the goods. I mean, the main theme... The main theme of Profondo Rosso is one of the best that Goblin has done. I mean, it's yeah. just like the minute it starts, I get giddy. <laughs> um, I love Goblin so much.
1: I know uh, this is uh, great. This live, is great they score. were
0: fucking great. Still, uh, uh, my I don't buddy know. Steve Moore. That. Yeah, and my buddy Steve Moore was playing bass uh, or playing keys with them. Oh wow! Uh, on the to- last tour, I saw a zombie opened up. Um, what? yeah wait
1: wait, it was zombie and goblin yeah wow
0: yeah um i mean that's the thing it's like yeah again this is for the you know i'm i'm an old old head with this stuff i mean i remember when my buddy was like oh have you checked out and then we became close friends but you checked out zombie they're the band that's doing like carpenter goblin music and that was like when the first ep came out um uh but yeah uh goblin are the best and this soundtrack is one of the best i mean that's Part of what you're coming in for Italian movies too is just like the soundtracks are legitimately. You're like you're usually not getting a symphonic, but if it's a symphonic, it's fucking like Ennio Morricone. Yeah, <laughs> like it's it's not an American symphonic. Oh, but most I mean, it's a freaked out funk
1: prog yeah, psych, record. like psych I mean, freak out yeah
0: and Goblin are great their non-soundtrack records are fucking amazing Roller yeah. and Il Fantástico del Voyojo about a fucking magical butterfly is the story <laughs> or some bullshit um, uh, but uh, yeah the soundtrack will uh, propel you through it the entire
1: time that's an amazing cover it's a so beautiful it's the, cover to cap uh well whatever it's, if you're it's listening him to this, hopefully... looking
0: at the the him. it's supposed to be david hemming looking into the pool oh, of blood at the I, end at the end yeah yeah uh and then has the grossest kill on the back the uh the 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 bathtub oh god yeah scalding yeah. Oof. um Oof. Yeah, what a way to go great. Ugh! what a way to go um yeah should we get into it? Do we have other facts about it? I mean, mainly. Oh,
1: so I I lied. So yes. the, the my version started with the murder, the Christmas murder. Oh yeah 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 sorry. I was yes. like yeah
0: where I always forget about you the mid
1: person falls and then you see what I thought was school, which was not consistent with the kills. But <laughs> oh, whatever. Sorry. Welcome to the Hatchet Murders. Here's a knife yeah (laughs) also but then now he has a gun well but that's different that was different that's a whole misdirect but uh which
0: is a big giallo thing non-stop misdirects yeah
1: (laughs) but like it starts with that where you see a murder and then a kid's uh school kid's feet yeah coming up to the knife yeah we hear the music and then it cuts to um the credits again Mm -hmm. And then they're playing in the structure. There's a
0: mid-credit murder. I mean, that's also the beauty. You're starting with this beautiful, crazy, weird set piece that is confusing because you're like, wait, the shadow's over here and the feet are coming from this way. How's this going to work out? And you'll find out at the end how it works works out. out.
1: But then you also... Get these moments where they do these inserts of these like little tchotchkes and stuff with the music, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, I thought I was like, oh, is this the credits again? I thought, yeah. like, oh, it's like we're getting the credits this late. And like, every oh, time no. we hear that, la,
0: la, 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 la. yeah. I mean, here's the thing too. I'll say, like I said, I know a lot and also don't know as much as others. I've watched this movie countless amounts of times, and there are so many random little plot things. I'm always just like, wait, why is this happening now? Oh yeah. All right, I'll just go with it. I don't know why he all of a sudden learned this fact, but fuck it. <laughs> Because, uh, yeah, I just did, you know, our classic now, we're like probably 40 in and we're going to give the plot synopsis. 45, yeah. What it is, basically, uh, David Hemmings is a uh, American slash British to kind of get back and forth on Yeah, that. I think he's
1: a... Uh... He he's an a, he's a world traveler, yes, basically.
0: He's a musician who's teaching at a conservatory and he, he sees reminds a murder. me
1: of peter Santa, Peter in Spy. He does. <laughs> yes,
0: he definitely does. And he's a Not as horny, but yeah. yeah who teaches at a conservatory. He sees a murder at the apartment below him. And then these dumb, fat ass eaten cops.
1: Eating sandwiches at the the scene of the crime. They're not going to find
0: out what's happening. So him and a reporter, Daria uh, uh, Nicolati, the first movie that Argento did with his uh, partner at that point, uh, did five movies with her. Uh, She co-wrote Suspiria. Mm. Uh, She is Azia's mother, Azia Argento. Uh, She's a fantastic actress um, uh, and makes a lot of weird choices on her own as well. Uh, she and the two of them are are working together to figure out who this murderer is. Yeah, and that's basically that's what is always happening. And what you're getting throughout is constant set pieces. Um, what I was dubbing, uh, uh, I think I'll call it the NCS, Dario Argento NCS. Needlessly complicated shot. Like that's the thing. Like because that's the beauty. I thought you were saying
1: NCIS.
0: He also, I would love to watch Odario Argento's NCIS <laughs> starring Mark Harmon um, and Chainsaw from Summer School, in uh, the guy for Rockula. But uh, Dean Cameron, uh, no, the needlessly complicated shots is basically what Argento's bread and butter is, because it, as Frank said before, you're constantly just like, I don't, you didn't really need to swoop the camera around all these people talking back behind him swoop up lights off but every time it happens you're just like wow yeah what the fuck and it's so, and you're like i appreciate it." yeah i always appreciate it. it's the main thing i appreciate beyond his color choices and the music uh but there is when you start watching with a critical eye you'll be like I think I could write why he's doing it. It's also a big thing with Argento is uh, he does not give a fuck about actors. Uh, he doesn't. He thinks they're set pieces. He talks about it basically. Uh, they just got to do the fucking lines the way he wrote them. Uh, he does not give much of a fuck about directing them. So that's why sometimes you get crazy performances and sometimes you get the best performances if they're working well with him. But he just cares about those shots. That's like what yeah. his deal is. So, yeah, Argento doesn't care about actors uh, at all. Um, he gets annoyed at them. Uh, he's constantly, <laughs> you know, I get I, I recently read his autobiography, uh, partly because I love him. My wife got it for uh, my birthday um, and you're always looking for I like looking for insight. It's both a very fun read. It does give some insight and also is like, oh, Argento doesn't know why he's doing shit. Like, he's just like, I follow the dreams. <laughs> and he's just like, OK. And even in this movie, one of the big things I took away, unless I'm remembering it wrong, is like, so like his dad was like, he kind of co-produced with his dad. And I think when he wrote the script, I mean, the script was like 500 pages at some point. Oh, my he God. cut it down oh, right. to like yeah, 300. Yeah, but his dad, and I think it's this movie that both his dad and his brother were just like, what the fuck is up with the doll? Like, get the doll out of here. It makes no sense. He's (laughs) just like, I had a dream and a game. (laughs) Like, he just just is like... It's
1: childhood. It's
0: it's a speed. It will make you go crazy.
1: Yeah, also, that's a lot of effort for the killer to... Jeff, can you explain to me? Please. Let me try. Why did the killer kill certain people? Because they knew too much? So,
0: again... as someone who I've watched this movie many times, and then I'm also just like, do I never have I never watched it with a clear eye? Yeah. <laughs> uh yeah, there are definitely some kids like the woman who gets scalded to death. Yeah, I'm that's not what I was completely wondering. Completely positive why? I think she might be a neighbor, but at, I mean, I worry it's just like I've literally watched it every single time and gotten
1: bored at the same exact point and zoned out. Because <laughs> I thought he explained it. Like, why he's going to go talk to her. Yeah. Because she knows something. But I don't know... Wh- but what was the relation to that?
0: I get always... And I'm always like, I should go back and relook at it. When the two other psychics explain to him what's going on... <laughs> right. I get lost in that. Like, one of them is talking about the scientific Freudian reason why this killer might be killing. And then the other one is like, and there is a non-scientific reason. And then yeah. I just zone out because I never... I, I just, again, I bet you there are people here who are even bigger Giallo fans and bigger Argento fans who are like, what is wrong with you, Jeff? But like, yeah. I never know why all of a sudden David Hemmings is doing that research in the library and finds that book that is like the book of black ghosts or whatever it is yeah. and leads to the house of the woman uh, that I think is related to the neighbor. Uh, yeah, I I it, I don't know. I'll say right away. Like, yeah, the modern ghost in the black legends of today. I don't know why he's looking at that book and why it has the house of the screaming child, which again is just sounds like he was just workshopping other giallos. He couldn't make. Right. Um, I would definitely watch that as a double feature with the house with the laughing windows. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's the main a lot of noise one. is
1: coming from these houses in Italy. <laughs>
0: yeah, there's a lot. They are screaming all the time. Um, uh, So, yeah, the whole... Where the water is
1: scalding. I mean... That's how good the hot hot water is there. All
0: I can think about. I mean, I got a fucking tankless water heater in this back house, and, like, I I can't get that thing as warm as I want it. It takes (laughs) one second to make it scalding, and I'm like, ooh, baby, what a bath you could take there. (laughs) Um, Yeah, that whole middle section is definitely cool and makes no sense to me.
1: Yeah, it just it just looks cool. I mean like it's just like oh creepy. There's a doll hanging. Cuz unless
0: I'm wrong and again I keep missing this, the whole there's the whole conceit is that woman who her her maid is Elvira. Elvira. Which...
1: <laughs> yeah. A-way Elvira.
0: Yeah. She's getting tortured by the killer by when in, in getting us our poster, one of the posters yeah, of a hanging Ch- uh, doll, a yeah. creepy naked hanging doll. That's the
1: poster I remember. Yeah, yeah.
0: Gotta hate fucking ceramic dolls. They're just the grossest. They're
1: just yeah. Get out of here, ceramic Please. dolls. Don't buy me. Stop buying them for my birthday. I, stop buying many. me. Stop All right, Frank.
0: Me. I'll stop I'm just, buying. Yeah, you. I'm using this as an
1: opportunity to say, <laughs> stop buying ceramic dolls for my birthday. I want something else, Jeff. Just at least the Amazon gift card. K guy. All
0: right, I'll get you one that can only be used for ceramic dolls. Oh, um, God damn it. I think I've said my mom has one that she still puts up. There as her childhood doll that has like
1: one eye permanently. Closed. Oh, yeah. And it's like my grandma had the same thing with her Stephen King novels right? and all the like pulp paperbacks that she had in this fucking bookcase. She had a creepy dolls in there, too. So I think we've talked
0: about it, but there's a scene in some
1: movie that
0: I and, and in my mind, it should just be probably dolls. But I remember it was, like, a beautiful woman going into a room where it's, like, all these dolls in the wall, and they all have metal jaws, and they're, like, chomping at her. And I cannot for the life of me ever figure out what this movie was. But I also think it gave me psychic scarring for the rest of my life towards dolls.
1: We Last year, we had to find a location to film this sketch uh, for this uh, job I worked in. Mm -hmm. Um, We looked on... Airbnb. Ugh. And we found a house literally with exactly what we wanted, which was a room of oh, dolls. Full of dolls. Ugh, these creepy people and in their doll collection. She was quite the character, the lady who had this house, but it was exactly what
0: we needed. <laughs> it ended up being creepy, and she didn't think it was creepy. Uh yeah. So that woman who ends up getting uh scalded by the killer by unbelievably hot water and then writes a clue. On the wall, yeah. in the steam, which is awesome.
1: I love that scene. I was it like, "This so is cool. so cool!" Like yeah. that, that, that idea of like, and then the window just happened to like. It's like, oh, so tragic.
0: Does she? Do, here's the question though that I also realized, and I was like, "Wait, is this another part I've always missed, or did I miss it last night?" Does she finish writing what she's saying,
1: or just as it is? I thought I thought it was spelling out a name, but
0: I thought so too. But in mind, the subtitles just said it is, and I was like, "Wait, did the psychic not get any actual clue? Was it a whole pointless set
1: piece?" He was like, "Oh, hey, it man, is. Oh, wow,
0: it is. All right, that's, that's a name. name. I think. It is. Yeah, I will find a man named It is. Um, Say. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, but yeah, there's at least that murder. I don't know."
1: Um, yeah i was wondering the the rest are just like people who just got too close to it right
0: yeah maybe she was like a babysitter of the kids
1: and knew like what his traumas were
0: or because she was a neighbor i don't know, I don't know. it seems unclear uh just like i Do don't know you
1: know <laughs> let us know by writing in that oh.
0: But please do let us know what if we're missing something completely dumb because it's in all these viewings yeah. I've never figured it out. Uh, just like I don't know exactly why David Hemings is looking at the library and like sneaking pages out of the fucking book as a sniffling uh, right. security guard and walks he- behind him. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's just like, "Wait a minute, the window." <laughs> I do love that I forgot it's a Christmas movie so we can officially put Shane this Black. as a Christmas movie. Yep. Shane Black did a rewrite uncredited on <laughs> uh, this. Uh thank you Shane for all Is your work. Is it a
1: Christmas movie? It takes it starts at Christmas, but it doesn't
0: it, by some people's letter of laws, hey man, now, let's start being those dicks. <laughs> if this
1: were if this were an American movie, it would take place on the anniversary of Yes.
0: Yeah, wait, so wait, wait, hold and on. And Bruce me. Willis
1: would show up and he'd go ho ho ho. Yeah. Welcome to the party, pal. Um <laughs> Jeff, yes. Why does the first woman get killed?
0: <sighs> the first woman. Oh, because uh the psychic Helga? Oh,
1: because she knew
0: because she, she, she I got because it. Because for some reason
1: she saw the image and she knew, yeah.
0: Well, <laughs> so here's I mean, again, this is where I'm like, it's the hard part. When you're sitting here and you're like, man, I love Argento so much. And if someone was like, piece together his movies, and I'd be like, hmm, it looks good. It looks really good, and you are like, "But what happens in them? I don't know why anything happens.
1: It's not meant for that." Come well, on, because
0: Helga is a psychic. Yeah, it's not magic. She makes a big stink about saying that, and they also have another a classic, like over-explaining Italian thing of explaining that a lot of butterflies have borderline psychic things. Yeah,
1: that's <laughs> this is real. Uh, Jeff, haven't you ever heard of this
0: shit? Yeah, the butterfly effect. Yeah, hey, you, uh, you see
1: this, you see this, you see this. Butterfly the bird powers.
0: So Helga is doing this psychic symposium and doing her Yuri Geller like showing off <laughs> shit. Like you have a long key. Um but so I guess what because they do the classic What did kind you do to like, my
1: spoon Geller?
0: <laughs> they are Doing the, from the camera point of view, the killer leaving. So the killer was at the symposium. Right. But then it also doesn't matter because the killer lives. Oh, wait, no. It's just happenstance. The woman who gets killed, who is the psychic, but it's still happenstance, lives above David Hemmings. It
1: happens to be... Good friends
0: who who David Hemmings happens to be good friends with the son of who ends up being the killer. Yeah, and spoiler, the killer is the mother of the drunk piano player. Yeah, who uh, kill was crazy. Basically, yeah, she was. She's an actress who. Did, lost her role she's essentially sunset
1: boulevard <laughs> yeah well her husband who was a real jerk and we find out why he got killed right said you can't act anymore
0: exactly even you though
1: you've cook. acted in these very obviously like these great things <laughs> yes. uh you have a career no 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 you yes. raised my son and and
0: then he had it coming he, he had it coming and then she ends up killed that's what the murder is at the beginning is we find out that the little kid is the son who David Hemmings is friends with, who's another piano player who's a drunk, and he's probably a drunk because he's a closeted homosexual, and probably, weirdly, in that 70s way, they're trying to maybe connect that he might be closeted homosexual because he saw his mother kill his father. I bet you if you asked Argento, he'd be like, yes, that's what the the oh, Freudian science is. Yeah. <laughs> Um Because this is also a movie that, you know, we had, it's like... Classic 70s, where you're like the homosexuality subplot both is progressive and not,
1: yeah, all at the same time. Here's this is a conversation that you and I, Jeff, uh, cannot have, yeah, it's about, way above our pay grade. Yeah, we, uh, we do not have the trans lens to uh, right. experience to say, hey, this was actually done. This is like the first representation that maybe didn't feel like an other thing or like this. Right. We are not the people to have that conversation. From the outset, from my perspective, it feels like it plays into the classic horror trope of like the sleepaway camp of like it is the other and it is like, ooh, isn't this weird and fucked up? Right. It's made to make this person deviant as opposed to...
0: But then on the other end... Well, one is confusing because like, yeah, it's supposed to be, I think, like a trans
1: woman. It's a trans...
0: But it's played by a woman.
1: It's, yeah, it's supposed to be a trans man played, but that's that's where it gets confusing too. It's like, so you don't know where the angle is, right? Right. So that's where it's like, what, and even by the choice of doing that, are you then taking away... (laughs) So it's But then David Hemmings
0: is the weirdly progressive part, or at least it's the bit where Dario would be like, you see? Like because he's like I don't give a fuck about your proclivities, yeah, and I'm worried thing, about though. your drinking. Like but that's it, the
1: thing though is like if if he says it's proclivities or if he th- I might have made
0: a proclivity, whatever his wording is, the wording is also question. There's one word that's questionable. I can't remember which but one. But that's it the is. thing is
1: that the fact that it's called a proclivity, right, then puts it as I a- think it might be preferences he uses. But even then, like, it's it's still not not great. Yeah, it's. it's, And that's the thing with
0: Dario's book. Like, he I mean, in his movies, I mean, that that is it's par for course for 70s Italian. like in genre and exploitation. It's just like you're just like you take the good, you take the bad, you take them both. And there you have the facts of life, the facts of life. But, but, uh, you know, I think like every time it kind of comes up in his book, he's just like, yes, I had gay friends and this is the way they act. And it was fun. Right. Like he's just kind of like I wasn't yeah. thinking about it. But see,
1: like, how much is it representing the culture that you know? But then it's still through a heteronormative. I even hate that word heteronormative. Sure. But like through the heterosexual lens, that you're like, yeah, that's what it is. And it's like, well, no, you're 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 getting what you're observing yeah. of it, and it's filtered through that. I will say this, like we can leave it because like again we are not the uh, the people to have this conversation no. but from the outset from what we know and what we've experienced it's like it does for me it feels like it is slightly progressive but it still has that Undercurrent of like, oh, this is weird. This is to make it's it the seem
0: ickiness like... of that is what leading to you thinking he's a murderer. Exactly because they're suppo- because it's the giallo. But he's and, damaged. Yeah, he's yeah. a damaged mind. That's the only reason he would be living this this preference. lifestyle. Yeah, this yeah. lifestyle. Um. uh Yeah. It's not. It. I think it's just. It's. It's. It's par for course. And this yeah. is for people who also aren't familiar with Argento and Italian cinema. It kind of just is like it's par for course where you'll get to those scenes where you're like. All right. Like, yeah. Let's just get through this. Like, it'll be <laughs> odd in in a different way than sometimes when there'll be scenes where it's just like comedy scenes where you're just like, what the fuck is going on? Like, yeah, all right, just get goofy. through this. Yeah. I mean, also, it's like you're constantly like watching the movie of a genius who has a damaged mind. <laughs> because, like, this is a completely this isn't shouldn't be a justification for why Dario has those sort of seeds, but like we'll talk about it probably more. When we do Four Flies on Grey Velvet, or if we did it already. But, like, there's a part in his book where he talks about one of the reasons he liked the main actor was because him and Dario looked basically the same. (laughs) And the main actor in Four Flies is a beautiful, like... 70s handsome man. Yeah. And Dario is like a skinny troll. Like, <laughs> I mean, I love him, but it's just like your brain is diluted. You are working on some level where you're sitting there like, yeah, we're basically the same. He's like sitting there, like, what's the guy from fucking the hangover? Bradley Cooper.
1: Bradley Cooper.
0: And just being okay. like, Yeah, me and Bradley are basically the same. Yeah. <laughs> Either way. <laughs> um, yeah. And so there is that bit where it's like Marco or whatever his name, or or Carlos. Carlos, Carlos is a yeah. drunk.
1: Uh, Was it Carlos or Carlo?
0: Carlo, Carl. I, I honestly, I just kind of kept calling him drunk. Like, Carlos in D. Notes. Interpol. Yes, uh, he's wearing uh, gun <laughs> the- <laughs> holsters. Uh, it's very cool. Wandering around the Lower East Side. <laughs> yeah,
1: Interpol uh, kind of lost its charm after he left. Yep, yeah, uh,
0: just going to the Raven and DJing. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, so that part gets to be a little tricky. Uh, but yeah, because and but so even that is. I don't know if Dario thinks he's connecting that he is homosexual because of the murder yeah. or not. He kind of also just leaves it open of just being like, ugh, why'd you make me do the work here, yeah. Dario? Um, but but again, Technically,
1: you, he would be pansexual. Right. Yeah.
0: Yes. In
1: the 70s, not. No, that's not a term <laughs> no. that yeah, exists. <laughs> yeah. Even bisexual was like, yeah,
0: no. whatever. Um, And so, yeah, it ends up like... Uh, it's it's all a twist and what really is happening is the mother was cuckoo. yeah, like she was Woo-hoo. hysterical. like yeah. um, uh, she it, is like,
1: yeah, baby Jane in it, yeah, yeah,
0: basically. <laughs> uh, they put extra white makeup. On <laughs> her. Did, yeah.
1: it's insane
0: the white makeup. Uh, did you catch her in the beginning? Oh, in
1: the audience? Uh,
0: in the no, in the I didn't see it in the in the apartment in the 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 psychic's apartment.
1: Oh, in the reflection? Yeah. No, I didn't. Okay, so that's Did a you? great.
0: Yeah, I mean that's like.
1: Oh man,
0: it's and I don't know. I don't want to say it was like, a painting. Yeah, uh, yeah. So that's a big chunk Brilliant. of this. Like, really, yeah. The Love move it. that's the, I got to rewatch it. Yeah, now. the biggest set piece. Right now, let's is, stop. let We're stopping. We're watching it and we rewatch so it. I Very, just, wow, crazy that's right, right there. Yeah. I do think that it's it's leg- the why I remember having a conversation with Will Hines once being because it's just I've seen too many movies. I was like, yeah, Suspiria is not even that scary, really. And he's like, I was stressed the whole time. But like, I think especially Deep Red has a lot of moments that I'm like, very effective, Dario. Like, oh, yeah. That works very well. Yeah. Like the shot of like David Hemmings coming in the apartment and then like the killer is behind him and then goes behind him. Yeah. Is fucking great. Uh, But yeah, in that opening scene when he is looking at Helga's apartment, I think also they added a lot of the funny cop stuff. There was funny cop stuff in the American cut, but there's not as much eating, I think. (laughs) They're
1: all (laughs) eating, yeah.
0: I mean, eating sandwiches, freaking out about that.
1: They have uh, turkey legs. (laughs) They just got, yeah.
0: Freaking out about that Coca Cola fucking si- uh, machine. Oh right, why he looks at prostitutes?
1: Like, yeah, in hippies too. In like, hippies, yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah, just it's the seventies, man. Hey man, you got to be there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, but get off my cloud.
0: <laughs> yeah, when he's walking down the hallway, that behind him is that humongous seashell.
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna actually say, like, did they get sponsorship from Coke?
0: <laughs> I think they might. Yeah, that other
1: early Coke- integrated like. <laughs> That coke joke makes
0: no sense that one that's like when he's trying to give him a coke yeah. um uh but yeah in the ref- he's he, what is what is the main crux of what this movie is which also is the first time I've ever truly acknowledged it like uh, they do have that the main theme of this movie which I was like oh this is that's why these movies are great it is actually smarter than people want them to be is like Carlo the drunk They get in that amazing shot where they're basically like in a piazza. Oh man! Talk yelling at each other with the fountain in between. I really want
1: to go to Italy.
0: It's really great. Yeah. Um. I know this was supposed to be in Rome, and it's all shot in Turin. But like I've said before, you go to Rome, and you're like, yeah, this is fucking what it's like, man. Like it's scary in a weird way. Yeah. Um. But he's kind of in vino de veritas, and wine there is truth. And he's like yelling at him of just like you're seeing what you want to see, like you know, and it's like you're merging
1: reality and. Oh yeah, I wrote that line down because I, I love. Yeah, what is exactly? It it, it's one of my favorite lines because he goes, sometimes what you actually see and what you imagine get mixed up in your memory like a cocktail where you can no longer distinguish one flavor from another. What a. That's awesome. Incredible line. I yeah. mean,
0: that's life. I mean, that is like a variation to, in my mind of like I have a, a a needle point that I had our friend Sue uh, make yeah. um, of a Will Graham quote from Hannibal, and I, I made it for my wife. But it's like the it's I, I'm gonna get it wrong, but it's basically like the version you have of me is very far from the version that I am. Like basically, is the gist yeah. of it. And it is just like yeah, because we all like our whole life we're just wandering around. And this can fucking apply to every idiot, including ourselves, about fucking ideas about fucking, I'll bring it into it. The COVID, like, and yeah. fucking pandemic. Literally everything. We all sit here thinking we get what's going on. But, yeah. No, we're constantly, like, my memories are the most flawed memories that have ever existed.
1: Jeff, the older I get, the <laughs> more I realize... And especially when I talk to people from college or Mm -hmm. high school, they're like, remember this? And I'm like, no. Yeah. And then I remember it differently. Oh, yeah. And then I get mortified. too. But then also it's like just memories I've had, like constantly my wife and I are both like having uh, these conversations where we both remember things like differently that happened like a month or two ago. Yeah. And I'm like, my memory is shit. And
0: it's always been shit. All of our memories are shit. Yeah. Every biography is bullshit. Every autobiography is bullshit. The closest you'll get is an uh, is an oral history, and even that is just a compilation of people's bullshit. Or
1: if you have what Val Kilmer did, or Soleil Moon Frye, where yeah. they 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 fucking video every second of their life, and then they turn it into a documentary.
0: The <laughs> only way we can get the closest, the closest and even that is a manipulated because documentary. Because people are
1: form. like, yeah, watching. Uh, oh man, I I started watching. I had a, I fell asleep, but um, uh-huh. that Val documentary, yeah. one of my favorite, just like he's at Juilliard right yeah he's, per- he's trying to perform a scene from Hamlet did you see it yet yes watch so the, thing. the but the the acting professor how dramatic he is and I'm like he would be that way anyway but the fact that the camera's there you know yeah he's playing it up and it's so funny. which is the
0: other factor that it's like we that's the close you're gonna get of seeing reality but everyone on camera is reacting oh, like they're on a camera yeah we know it from doing podcasts we've had I'm sure people and other th- podcast and things we've done where it's just like, oh, you are acting different. We are, yeah. Because, and we know we're acting as fucking characters of ourselves. My
1: other podcast, uh, we had a guest on mm-hmm. and he actually called it out just being like, oh, I was just talking to you, having a normal conversation. All of a sudden the podcast starts and you're you're the characters of yeah. Frank and Pat. And it's right. like, yeah, because you when you're doing this, there's a there's an entertainment factor to right. it. Uh I'm a dumbass off and on the you know the podcast platform. Yeah but like we're we're a little bit bigger. We're a little bit like playing. It's us. Hyperbole is fun. But it is us playing it up a little yeah. bit.
0: I mean, I'll say and, and then we can get into it. But it's just like I had mentioned this. Maybe another one. Like I watching the Val documentary. They got to top secret. <laughs> and my wife was like, what is this movie? It oh, seems really it's funny.
1: One of the best fucking comedies. But
0: on What's That From? My other podcast. And it literally just came on this week. I was, had just watched it when we, yeah, one (laughs) or a month ago uh, time. uh, I had just watched it when we recorded and turned it off after five minutes because I was like, this isn't as good as I remember. And my wife had said, is this how all the jokes are going to be? These stink. And I was in a bad mood that day. (laughs) So that affected my version in the moment of not liking Top Secret and not being able to deal with it. But enough also that like, Two months later, my wife did not even remember we had started to watch it, didn't even know it existed. <laughs> and I was, and I had forgotten that I had started it. And then I was like, what the f- time is a fucking flat circle, man? Yeah. So in this case, I'm like, oh, am I going to write that fucking phrase down from Carla? And that's going to be one of my new life mottos because it does sum up fucking everything. Yeah. Because what this movie is, is he's trying to piece together what he thinks is going on. Yeah. And it's all based off of, him not noticing that in the hallway, there is a painting, because uh, all the paintings are these crazy faces, and there's a woman's face in the painting, and you almost don't see it, because it does go by very quick, and you're like, that's disconcerting. And, yeah. I, th- and, and I do remember, I, I don't think, I'm saying this, this is probably revisionist history and faulty memory, the first time I saw it, I was like, did I see, eh, I'll just keep on going. And then he finds out that also another layer that it's not even a painting. It's a mirror. He's seeing a mirror that was reflecting a painting that then she was hiding in. And it's just like, okay, like this whole movie was based off of
1: that one. Seeing
0: something, but not seeing something. Exactly. Feeling disconcerted, but not knowing why you're disconcerted.
1: Maybe Ian you dis- saw something important that you didn't know.
0: Right. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, and also is that he wants to be the hero like everyone wants to be a fucking hero in this fucking world. But that's right. why we love these fucking movies. Yeah. But that section was just like, oh, man, there's a larger fucking theme to this whole movie that I never gave it credit for, even yeah. as a big fan of just fucking the fallacy of all of our memories. <laughs> and, and when it comes to a fucking a murder or anything. yeah. And it was this kind of total beautiful move to have the drunk guy be the one to see it. To be like I'm, my inhibitions are gone enough that I can tell you, we are all fucking wrong. Like and, my and, version of, re- and he's saying that, and he's part of it, and he's saying it because he's remembering and being a part of, like he's trying to protect his mother, and that he saw a murder. And what did he actually see? You know, there. So then you could get fucking graduate thesis on this <laughs> bullshit and be like, all right, all of Argento's shots are insanely uh, well thought out. Yeah. And like, especially this movie, you're like, oh, he really placed fucking people. The bar that is in that piazza looks like an Edward Hopper. It looks like a painting because
1: like there's some person who's just kind of looking at another person, somebody smoking. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And it's disconcerting. But then also, it's like, do we walk around? Like, it's, you know what it is? It's what you're saying with Rome, but it's like that feeling when you go to Epcot and you're like, or you go to Europe and you're like, why the fuck can't I just see it? as reality and not like Epcot. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. it's like I've been inundated with whatever this version is. Yeah. So you could make some long fucking thesis of going through of just like, are any of these scenes real? They feel surreal. Yeah. So are is anything happening? Is that bar really look like Nighthawks where everyone in the bar is slightly out of time? Everyone is like from the 50s, but everyone else is from the fucking swinging 70s. And
1: that also deals with the painting aspect of it, right? Mm-hmm. Of viewing a painting. Right. And we're, us- we're literally using a painting as a as a touchstone for the design of this bar. Right. Which should be a diner, but it's a bar.
0: Yes. Even that... Yeah. That <laughs> yeah. is... Switches... Are- so, like...
1: But then we see him inside the diner or the, the bar.
0: But then inside the bar, they are out of time.
1: They are, yeah. Because
0: the, in in the longer version, you see more of it. And you've got that woman who's constantly putting on makeup. There, like she's in a time loop almost.
1: There's a, There are extras in this that feel suspicious. They were like, why is this person lingering in the back so much? Or like, why do they look like suspicious or like watching them? Or they're like, mm-hmm. there's a lot of like, you know, he's thought that out too. Yeah. And to add to the tension or to the.
0: He's kind of. I mean, that's the thing is because it's so. Because he's so meticulous and because the whole movie is a painting and he treats his actors like they are fucking pieces of a painting. And especially in this movie. And the next level that it's partly just because it films really well. But like Italian blood is beautiful because it's just fucking basically just. It's paint. deep red. Yeah. It's just a deep. <laughs> It's a deep red. Yeah. Oh, uh, it's a, it is profundo rosso <laughs> But like, even the blood coming out of these people is not re- So that's also then the, or the it, bird.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that was, yeah. Yeah. Like, so you could oh, be, oh, I forgot about the bird. That's another. Oh, that yeah. The bird shot. gets
0: the fucking like, uh, uh, knife through it or, or no. What was it through it?
1: It was something that was... I was like, oh, god damn it. Yeah. I can't remember, but yeah.
0: Um, but so, like, even that is just like, oh, the blood that is coming out is so unrealistic. But if you look at it as paint and then the whole movie is a painting, what is reality... Is a painting a, a fucking, is a painting at the time before pictures, is a painting a fucking real reflection of what is going on? Or yeah. is it the artist's version of it? Their memory, their ideas. Same with fucking movies. Documentaries are all bullshit. Documentaries are just fucking. It's, I, there's it,
1: always an agenda. There's
0: an agenda, a story. Even if the agenda is just making a story, you're still making a story. Yeah.
1: No one is just There's always a bias stuff. and everybody has different recollections and there's always like.
0: I, this is what which is why Argento me. is so great because he's aware of it. He's just aware of like we're making a fucking movie here, man.
1: That's what always fascinates me. Again, like kind of feeling like I'm talking like I'm high, but like <laughs> I always, I've always wondered like what it would be to look in somebody else's eyes and experience. Mm-hmm. Because I wonder, like, do they see? Do they experience just everything like I do? Amen. Like just me looking at you or looking at this poster. Like I'm looking at your High on Fire poster, right? Right. So i I'm wondering, like, when you look at that, are you experiencing it the same way that I do? Because it's like, there's nothing. I mean, it's 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 very, it's a very profound poster, but you know what I mean. Like, in when like,
0: I look at that High on Fire poster, I have five to six weeks of a tour. Right. That I did with them, but that's the big thing. Is like you're looking at it and it's just like, yeah, high on fire. I like this record. I don't like this record. Oh, this art is kind of pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, I remember now it's making me remember this guy who was a stoner in fucking <laughs> Texas and this and this versus I like, or you're just like, that's cool. That's not cool. And then I walk past it and I'm just like, oh, that was a life-changing thing. I stopped touring, blah, 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 whatever it is. And then for every single piece of literally everything. Yeah. Like, I mean, look, Kate Bush running up that hill. Yeah. Like, the whole fucking song is like, God, I wish we could just we fucking could just switch places. viewpoints yeah, so, you, so you could understand what I'm thinking. Feeling, yeah. But we don't <sighs> know. And, and, you know, and like as a filmmaker, all they can do is kind of give us as much as they can. Yeah. And then it's up to us. I mean, how many times... Uh, even in our our analyzing of these fucking movies, like uh, we could have fans of the Cannon Canon who are just like, "Oh, I didn't think that way at all. Oh, I actually like this, or I don't like this." Yeah, why they like it. Completely unknowns to us. Yeah. Like, and in, in not in a good or bad way. Everything is just pretty neutral, just like we all really, we all bring ourselves to the table. Right. Which is kind of what that drunken statement is, and what this whole movie is. Is like, no matter what, David Hemmings is injecting himself as the character. Daria Nicolati as a character is injecting herself into this. Yeah. Like, and injecting herself, just like, you know, uh, a, a documentary is injecting itself into it. And so... They are like honestly. Did that woman who we don't know why she got murdered get murdered because David Hemmings is getting too close to something, and we don't know because we're working with the damaged mind of, of this woman sort of thing? Yeah. Like sometimes you can get. I mean, get you could get fucking heady with this. That's all film theory is, is just sitting around like you're fucking smoked weed and like, right going and just way being too like, far. I think
1: that the artist representation of <laughs> right. or even the actors. Uh, that's the beauty of acting, and while I'll probably never be a great actor, um, <laughs> is that it, there is a truth to it that they're bringing. Right, you know, yeah. it's like it's all about making the moment as truthful as possible and seeming like it's life. It's it's seamless life, right? right. So on top of a director's vision, you have an uh, an actor's interpretation of this the script written by another. Right. Uh, vision, you know, like so. There's visions on visions on visions. To make this whole thing, there's art everywhere. You know? Yeah. Like, even in stuff that's not art. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff we cover. Right. There's still vision on vision on vision, and it's all just an art stew. We'll find <laughs> the art in
0: Braddock missing in action three. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I do think that, I don't know. It is just interesting when you think about, uh, I don't know. That's partly why it, it's Argento is so awesome and like genre is so awesome is just because it's like, uh, it's, it's a maligned world it's like oh this is just dumb shit and it's just like mm, I don't know that line I've watched this movie 20 times that line resonated with me and like like I had gone to therapy it, like, in a different way. I had never even heard that line. That's another fucking reality and what it we her, see. It hits
1: you different because of where you are right now. It was now. just
0: a thing yep. that happens in the movie, and I'm moving past it to get to the next kill. <laughs> all of a sudden, I was like, wait a second. This, this is, is very the, profound, the, yeah. the profound fucking thing. This is the learn to love a rope that when I saw Rolling Thunder for the first fucking time, yeah. I was like, I guess my life's changed. <laughs> and, like, it was just like, oh, right. What a great fucking way to put it all together. What an amazing movie. And then I'm like, also you're it's like when I watched the American Nightmare documentary for the first time, you're like, great. Now I also have some justifications for why I watch some of this fucked up shit. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Cause you're yeah. just like, no, no, no. It speaks to me in this special, special way beyond just, God, it's beautiful how he will do he will spend way too much time doing a shot of a fucking record player. And then swooping over the record play with a mini camera to go around the stylus.
1: I was like, <laughs> how many times did they have to do this?
0: All those shot? miniature shots are just constantly like all that stuff you mentioned before when they're going around the little like memories. Yeah. Uh, uh, even the fucking like you're like, was the crew ever annoyed that you're like, we are spending so much time doing a shot of the eyelined eye, which is going to be a red herring of multiple people because like daria has the eye like that uh 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 the the transgender killer like or not or we're supposed to think not killer but transgender woman is like has a heavy eye line like that's becomes a big thing because also eyes are just a big thing for italians and for uh i think a lot from the evil eye concept um but definitely for dario uh uh but that that shot where it's like almost needlessly, again, needlessly complicated shot of the eye upside down and then spinning around.
1: <laughs> also, but then, like, the closet, you know, like, that scene where uh, the killer is in the closet, and uh-huh. then all of a sudden you just see the eye. Yeah. Oh, like, man. Whoa.
0: Freaky. Yeah.
1: Dude, yeah, that one, like...
0: And a got- better eye shot than Suspiria that I'm sure we've covered where they've got the floating eyes in Suspiria where I love that movie, but there's these floating eyes that are so dumb-looking in Suspiria that i about. But that haunted
1: about. me. I mean, like, the... The Ice and Suspiria, like, especially the window thing, like, that's always terrified. I mean, when you can't Oh, that's see, awesome. When you can't see out the window and all of a sudden you just like, that's always been a fear of mine. So <laughs> right. the, when I first saw that movie, it fucked me up.
0: That's the, again, that's the beauty of this. Like, that's a scene that I've always been like, oh, Dario, it's a little goofy. And then for you, and yeah, like, there are me, other it ones chilling, it's like, yeah. why is this killing me so much? <laughs> um, uh, But yeah, it's just like, there are so, it's almost, it's, it's, it's it's like one of those movies that I kept like being like, I can't keep writing down shots.
1: Yeah. Because it never stops. Yeah.
0: It really is like from that first shot of like going over the psychic's head (laughs) is like needlessly complicated in the best way possible. But it works. You know, it's like,
1: I was like, I was, as I was watching that scene, I was like, Oh, I got to steal this.
0: Yeah. Uh, and yeah, now I'm just just because I'm looking at my notes, I'm realizing you are totally right when I was like, John Favreau is a cop, shows up from behind the curtain to get some coffee. Oh, <laughs> there's yeah. There's one yeah. actor who's like John Favreau, and I was like, God. <laughs> <laughs> there's
1: a murder going on. Who need, who needs coffee?
0: <laughs> um Yeah, and there's also just like I don't know, they just throw like just so many. There's just so many choices. Like, why does Daria's car have to be so fucked up? <laughs> like, yeah, that so was, goofy. again, like,
1: it's a comedy movie. Yeah. It felt like Italian comedy lightening the mood about, like, him being, like, the fact that she has such a shitty car and the, that the seat, you right. know, buckles down. And right. That they have to get a mechanic to open up the door since he locked it. and like <laughs> right. it's, it's all, it's, I said, this movie's got jokes. But yeah. even, like, the kill of his friend of, um... Oh god, why did I forget his name again? Carlo or Carlos? Carlo. Carlo. I think. Carlo. I Carlo. Um <laughs> just thinking again of that that movie I talked about, Frog, where, or was it Frog? The one I talked about, the Disney one with the kid from Critters and Bud Court. Uh or not Bud Court. Uh, right. Uh, oh. uh fucking what's his name? Anyway, but the one where he's like Arlo. It just <laughs> reminded <laughs> me that. Anyway, so uh that the scene where he gets killed, where he gets drugged by that truck, it feels at first you're like, this is a little goofy, I but know. then it turns pretty like gr- grotesque <laughs> and brutal. But at first I was like, this is very Three Stooges-y, yeah. and you like, oh, because they know. keep
0: cutting back to and the garbage. Like, you
1: yeah. know, yeah. like kind of just like being drug. And then I felt bad for the There was a couple of uh, moments here where I was like, yeah, what? protocols do they have in in place to help these actors doing these nah. uh, stunts uh even when the guy like even when our main actor is climbing down like almost falls oh my god from the house i was like doing the slow chuck norris uh crawl yeah the, uh, molasses, He's molasses two, by, two four. by four and uh but it did feel like It's like, this is pretty goofy. And then it takes a turn. We're like, oh, oh, my God. This is horrifying.
0: It is part, again, where it's like, is it because they all do so many genre? Is it because it's a cultural thing? Is it just (laughs) they're just like, yeah, we just lighten up the mood like that. Right before we essentially curb stomp the guy's head into a side and then get his head just like (sighs) smashed run over. Oh, my God. It's like they're just arguing over candy or something in the garbage truck. it's really brutal and then i Blank mean I, the the i mean that's what you're getting into with argento too is just pure brutal murders and like that's where <laughs> we've talked about it where it's like it's the hard part of being a fan of genre of any genre metal punk indie rock honestly to a big extent like in horror movies definitely in action movies from the 80s and yeah. canon is you got a lot of people who like this stuff for the wrong,
1: wrong reasons.
0: reasons so then like you know when I went to see I went to see Argento speak at a Fangoria convention at the Javits Center in uh, in New York, in New York yeah. and it was in the basement, not in the big part. Oh. It was in the basement. It wasn't very big. Okay, it was like Tom Savini was there signing autographs, but I remember this like really cute, like very large kid was like. <laughs> loved that Tom Savini was there. He was like eight years old and yeah. they are like, do you want to say hi to Tom? Hi Tom. Like you're so excited to pay 40 bucks for a Tom Savini <laughs> autograph. And there wasn't that much there. It would be like, it was at the time where you could still buy like the director's cut of Halloween six curse of Michael Myers <laughs> right. because everyone swears it's so much better, but then also horror toilet seats. Yeah. Um. But Argento was there speaking to, I believe the one who was writing for Fangoria at the time. And then the lead, the that got Phil or the original owner of Fangoria, but like Dario doesn't speak any English. It was like, and no. I, you can't tell what's, it was like a, I could not understand what was going on. But there were some people there who I was just like, yeah, you like this different than I do. You just yeah. got some creepy vibes, even to, to a different level that there was like these. I remember like I was with some of my friends from bands and there were like three hippie looking bullshit New York, Lower East Side 70s. 20 year old like came in who they all knew and they were only there to see david hess from last house on the left to get his autograph but only because they loved his music they didn't even care about the movie i was like takes all types i guess
1: uh that scene though where he gets his head run over reminded me of the uh in in school when they show you safety videos (laughs) and i remember this one specifically because it it was a very low budget 70s and it had like it reminded me because around that same time I watched um, a Texas Chainsaw Massacre and it gave me that same feeling where I mean, this girl like got her head run over and they had like a uh, a whole like thing with it and it goes she will never eat McDonald's again because I mean she, she was like talking with her friends like excited to go eat McDonald's I remember that <laughs> and you're like poor Mary now she'll never eat McDonald's again and that like that fucking scarred me for the I rest want of my now,
0: life adults, don't take it away from yeah, me <laughs> sorry, i'll
1: listen on the bus
0: <laughs> i want a quarter party with cheese man yeah that seed is fucking wild i mean that's uh, the the co-writer because he co-wrote this with bernardino Zapponi, who i don't know much yeah. of his other stuff
1: you don't know old bernie it's great oh bernie's
0: work he's the oh, best bernie writes a lot of great stuff but I think he has said that they looked for a lot of kills that weren't stabs. yeah. And because he was like, we all can relate to this, like getting our teeth smashed in. <laughs> uh,
1: I was that was like, what I thought what? was funny reading that. <laughs> you know, you know, when you, you trip on your carpet and you smash your teeth into those corners. Happens all desks?
0: the time. And you do it three times. You know, when you uh, pour the scalding water and you fall <laughs> <laughs> My God. Yeah. Because, I mean, that's the thing. I don't know if these are all ones we can relate to, but it's like, the, I hate teeth shit.
1: Oh, me Him too. Him getting
0: three... His teeth smash like three too. times. I, I
1: can't stand... I I'm know we're gonna yeah. f- watch I shit soon, yeah. but like, yeah.
0: It's the hard part. It's the hard part of a te- I mean, that and maggots for me. I mean, I've said it oh, before, yeah, but said, like, yeah. I'm probably not gonna have My as much goal. phenomena. Ugh, God, I hate maggots so much. Um, <laughs> But yeah, like the... But the murders are so gruesome and so good. And like, and, and are the uh, yeah. difference between... Like, I love Fulci, but Fulci is just like sometimes just too slow and too gross. Yeah. Versus there is always an artfulness.
1: It's like uh, Carpenter versus Roth.
0: Yes, exactly. (laughs) There's a clunkiness to Fulci sometimes where it's like Fulci is... The problem with Fulci is you can almost tell how bitter he is that he's not argento or something or whatever the battles are or if he's not someone else yeah he just it just kind of reeks a little bit yeah that he's not and and that he's like a lower level in some people's mind at that time yeah um and i love fulci um I mean, hell, I almost bought a Fulci Live shirt at Profondo Rosso. Oh, so yeah. So that's the thing, too. We got to yeah. talk about that. There is a store in Italy that is uh, owned mostly by Luigi Cozzi. Yep. That's our <laughs> canon connection. Yeah, Cozzi. Cozzi. Uh, Louis Coates. Louis Coates owns it. Uh, but yeah, it's this tiny little store. I've been there twice. Uh, somehow never bought anything. Uh, it's a little tiny store called Profondo Rosso. I have a photo. I'll put it up uh, of me in front of it. Uh, it 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 has horror merch. It had like all of these books on the various movies and giallos. But like at least I think I went at times where I'm like it cost a lot for us to go and then I didn't have enough money to buy the things I wanted (laughs) like I was like I'm not working enough and I'm kind of too much (laughs) of a bum of a musician or comedian to be spending like a hundred bucks or more on like you know random books that I maybe can't read because they're in Italian Uh, and they only had The Fulci Lives in like triple
1: XL no um, man, they have look, they have apps now where you just put it over the text and then it'll just like just read I know. it. No, it your was phone. a
0: different time, man. <laughs> but in the basement there's a museum you can go to of like Dario, like memorabilia. Oh wow. Uh pretty awesome and totally dumb all at the same time. Yeah. It's like like it's really clunky stuff it kind of some of the stuff might have moved and there (laughs) definitely was like fan art of dario just hanging up and it's tight if there was anyone else down there i would be really claustrophobic yeah uh but it's awesome that he has a fucking i mean it was like going to mecca for me um but yeah luigi Cozzi co owns it and it's named after profunda rosa because profunda rosa was such a fucking big deal yeah um yeah it's it god it is (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. I, I feel like we'll probably spin in our wheels a little on what we've got. I mean, what yeah. else should we talk about with Funda Rosa? Do you well, have a bunch?
1: I, yeah, I got a bunch of notes, but I mean, we'll just kind of hit points here and there, but yeah. like, uh, stop touching the, the bodies, guy. I
0: <laughs> know You idiot.
1: God what damn What are you it, doing?
0: Man. Immediately.
1: What are you doing?
0: I, what are you doing? She's
1: impaled on the window. The poor woman, to her decency. They had to get a boob in there, too. Yes. But like, don't! What are you doing? He also
0: looks more concerned with the blood on his hands. like Just like, ugh, I gotta ruin the one black shirt that I'm gonna keep wearing. It's like
1: <laughs> when I get the paints out for my... Da- yesterday, we, we got paints out for m- our daughter. Yep. And I was like, this will be fun. And then like two minutes in, I'm like, god damn it. Like, it's everywhere. The oh my god. Idea. And I'm freaking out. <laughs> yeah. And my wife's like, calm down. It's fine. And I'm like, no, it's everywhere. It's She's like, it washes out. Yeah. <laughs> but I... It just it was like, why are you touching these bodies like and in also they kind of dropped the whole thing where she was like, it's going to the detectives are going to think that they're going to put you to the fingerprints. Right. And it's like, yeah, yeah, and that never really happened.
0: Now, it's another it's a red herring that doesn't lead to anything. It is Daria just kind of letting us know if. That she knows about murder stuff through being a reporter, yeah, and it feels like which is also just reminding me there is another weird layer where it's like so seventies, but also is I think a bunch of it gets cut out, and is I think just supposed to be their relationship, but the like conversations about feminism are like just so. It's more that they're just like
1: clunky, like they're not really needed. It's not, and it's very clunky because it's like, again, it's like, what side are you on? Right. Like, what? Where? Did, what is the purpose of this? Because is it to be like? Don't
0: start in with that radical feminism, like sort of weird randomly. Like, yeah. I that, think after they maybe have boned, but it's unclear if they did. I think
1: they did. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you they. Said, boned. Now, do, now, doesn't that feel better? Like yeah. It he's was not writer. He's
0: not. His hands aren't shaking. That's now. right. Yeah. <laughs> shaky hands. The whole blazing saddles thing.
1: Uh. But. Yeah, Whenever I shake shaky hands, I make my wife bone, and it's just amazing, yeah. you know, be like, "Oh, I'm so thank you so <laughs> oh, much, dog. Oh, hey, thank you, hey. Hey, thank you. You uh, fragile woman, but yeah. hey, <laughs> But then he she beats him at uh, arm wrestling right. over the top. Um, <laughs> thank you. Uh, and he gets really upset. But really that upset. that is pretty. Um, it's pretty true to what you see in everyday life right now, where some. Fucking dude on Twitter thinks he's being, right. you know, the most profound person. And then a woman comes along as like, not nah, dude, you know, and puts him in his place. And then he just goes full torched earth, you know, scorched earth. So much for the tolerant left. Oh you know boy. I'm so much for the tolerant <laughs> left.
0: Why aren't you tolerating my bullshit? <laughs> Speaking of fingerprints, did I miss a line where they said that the cops... Like, when when Elvira starts cleaning up the very clear handprints,
1: should she have been doing that? Yeah. I was like, did they get the evidence they needed? Like, they obviously also... Did the outline of the body where she's obviously pointing to? Like we right. couldn't put that together. Right. Anyway, Elvira. Elvira
0: probably yeah. eating like a whole pasta meal. Oh yeah, the, yeah the, <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh spaghetti and meatballs. <laughs> they got some <laughs> Uh I also I was kind of confused where like I'm sorry, what was her name? Um, the 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 other protagonist.
0: Uh oh D- Daria's Daria character. but like the character that's, that, ca- that's the actor's name but it yeah. is uh I just want to know oh Gianna
1: so Gianna yeah that's right Gianna because Gianna Betsy yeah because we hear the Gianna. Gianna. but then she shows up so he gets knocked out right and all of a sudden he wakes up she's there house is on fire and she's uh, is that that's supposed to be a mystery, right where you're like oh obviously she's the murderer she's the yeah. kid or whatever and she's part of this, but like, yeah, why wasn't he killed?
0: Little unclear. Yeah. Uh There's a couple mistracks from her, right? Like they try to make her laugh like really crazily at one point. Like, and I think it's supposed yeah. to be like, oh, she's got, she might be a little nutty. And how she like,
1: kind of like, all of a sudden is like, well, you, you don't find me attractive. Like that whole right. scene too. Like it's yeah. supposed to be like, something's a little mm. off with her. Uh, she's a, a feminist straight. and she's like, yeah, I think she's after something. <laughs> I knew something was off when she said she was a feminist, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I always like love a flashlight scene in a dark room. Yeah. To me, cool. there's something very scary about like, what, what movie was, oh yeah, we watched, um, New Year's Evil. Yeah. You know, like yeah, the, yeah. the scene where he's, the cops are looking in Same the backyard. So with the flashlight and they find the bodies. Like I'm always going to be a sucker for a shot like that. Yep. It's always good. It's always effective. Yep. Um I, <laughs> the, the harrowing I, I put down the one point. um, So he's, he's hammering through the, 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 the house, you know, trying to find that. And I was like, he's going to wake up the neighbors with this bullshit. But he, I said, he's going to kill himself before the killer. <laughs> yeah. And then as he's falling, I was like, this music isn't as harrowing as or the scene isn't as harrowing as the music suggests. And I wrote down it sounds like can with a moog. <laughs>
0: That's is that the one that has the crazy bass line that goes like Yeah. I wrote it down too,
1: I was like, oh, that sounds like uh, it almost at one point the bass sounds like uh, stranglehold or yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> the bass player of Goblin is so good. It sounds awesome. Yeah. The bass tones a... on that is so good. But there good. are some times where like The music definitely is guiding you every once in a while. Oh, yeah. Like, where you're like, okay, I guess I'm going to feel this now. Um, I did love picturing if uh, David Hemming had his own HGTV show. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Just because we're like, and again, this longer cut, I was like, he's really scraping away. Like, And yeah. I'm waiting for him to like look at the camera and be like, in this reno, we're going to have <laughs> to take down the wall first and then start
1: to drywall. I'm trying to figure out the mystery of the killer. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to break through this wall. Oh, look at this. And I
0: also think an open floor plan would be <laughs> yeah, right, wonderful yeah. here. Let's
1: uh, break this down. Oh, look, I found some childhood art.
0: <laughs> well, because also just to break down, he finds in that house... So that's the house that Carlo grew up in. Yeah. And behind the wall is where Carlo had painted... Basically, like I saw mommy murdering daddy. Yeah, and but don't Santa worry, Claus. he's
1: made he's made extra prints. Yeah, just sale. in case. He he. And made the school ones,
0: keeps it. He made ones at the school because all schools keep all of the art that oh, children God. make. I was like,
1: is this an Italian thing? Like- yeah,
0: and you just have to go by year. And then uh, the daughter who of the landlord who is sticking fucking needles into lizards just happens to stumble upon. It and is like, yeah, that looks cool. I should replicate that exactly.
1: She's a bad seed, brother. Oh,
0: she is a bad seed. You can She's tell. A little red- wit- you know why red hair yeah of course fuck out of here with that red hair
1: Yeah, problem child problem child. to it? the bone
0: <laughs> <B-b-b-b-b-bad>. <laughs> um, but yeah luckily the school kept copies and luckily everything is very happenstance um, or is it just uh you know david hemming's memory that everything was as easy as it was and it's just he could lead himself to it because he's a hero like again it's
1: all faulty We're it's all, all him it's all it's all on him man
0: but it is like he that, alone, super, the, the super. renovation stuff it, like it's just like the the house stuff they i i don't know why they didn't make it one scene i right. it doesn't not a lot is gained by him having to go back except for i guess that he's supposed to be doing it at night but the landlord didn't seem to care he's basically just like hey you're falling off our fucking building and yeah get down from you, there you goof
1: you goof get out of here get out of here my my daughter's a witch <laughs> I got enough problems with witchy magoo yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got yeah I got my hands full over here I was like it's an original okay leave her alone <laughs> my daughter's fucked up okay <laughs>
0: um Daria leaving the apartment very... Like, her sexy, goofy walk was adorable. I I thought that
1: was fun. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, because her just kind of doing the jealous thing and just being like... And, like, mocking him. Yeah. I was like, this is... This is charming. I'm into that. I mean, I've got a... I got
0: a crush on Daria. I've always had. I mean,
1: that's the whole... I mean, I love her gentle so
0: much, and I love Daria. I think she's an amazing actress. I certainly used to have a huge one on
1: Asia, like, oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, mean, yeah. Jesus who Christ. I mean, who didn't have a men of Seriously.
0: Yeah. <sighs> oh, uh, yeah. I was going to say. Oh, also, her Lebanon, constant Lebanon joke is
1: confusing. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't understand that one. Yeah. Uh, oh, I did say that. I think maybe the song you were talking about where it kind of did that, like, it sounded like a little like... Oh, not
0: that one. I do love that one. No, no the one's... one I was talking about where it's it's not doing a, a scale. It's almost like... Dun, 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 oh, dun, yeah, dun, yeah, dun, yeah. That sounds like... Yeah. 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 But yes, I know that one that's...
1: It sounds like... And I don't know. I I could see maybe Corgan. Like, it sounds like a jam that they would do at... Uh, a Smashing Pumpkins would do at the end of a long song they have called Silverfuck. Right. Which is this big, like, you know, kind of... <laughs> freak out like rock song that they have. It's right. like a big epic that they have off of Siamese Dream. But when they would play it live, it would go into all this noise and James Eha would have um, a laser tag gun and he put it to that. And then all of a sudden you'd hear him go into this jam where they would go into like, and they would go like all the full band. I
0: mean, Frank, I'm sure you'll bring it up on the Suspiri episode, but I am, I do not know completely, but am I wrong? But that they definitely start, uh, concert i'm now oh my god see this is here's the faultiness of memory i forgot i played a festival with smashing pumpkins oh (laughs) see now you have in canada yeah and i was playing on the stage that fucked up was playing on i think uh and we were hanging out with damien and i think we went backstage and and we went backstage to i think get paid uh because we had to get out of there to go to another fucking show but i think we were waiting to get paid when smashing pumpkins went on and i remember just staying there and just being like susperia theme
1: yeah it's what uh, the fuck well yeah they've i think they've done that before but uh the beginning of the song oceania has mm-hmm. like a very like ding 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 like it kind of okay. has like a yeah
0: this one i think it was at sled island or something but they started their whole set with over the whole pa they like fucking main Suspiria theme oh, like, and I was just like oh yeah. wow okay yeah this is a fucking I didn't know this about Smashing Pumpkins yeah. so which makes yeah. sense as soon as I pieced it together but like I forgot completely that, that so I wonder existed. if they
1: like ripped off Goblin for that jam because it's called Jackboot it yeah
0: i mean that's a fucking good i could jam on that for fucking hours it's great i yeah. mean it's because it's also borderline like a barney miller song like yeah you know i know I mean? exactly
1: man one of the best theme songs <laughs> ever Really fucking, fucking bass band. part yeah uh i wrote down oh i wrote down another like thing about the actors about like that must have fucking sucked to film as like her being drowned in that bathtub Ugh. Yeah. i was like oh just yeah. like you could see one cut where it was obvious but like that's Again, a hard day every, on set.
0: Every time Dario talks about he doesn't care about actors. There's a lot of stories in his book where he's not really understanding why he got into screaming matches with actors. Oh, yeah. it's well, it's stuff. probably
1: because you mistreat them. Also, <laughs> yeah. the killer just carried that tape around? Yeah. Yeah, okay. man. Okay.
0: Yeah. Just just go with it. <laughs> uh, yeah. it's uh, I, I love that at some point, Dario was just like, I'm doing all this for a shitty article. Like I, was I like, know. I was like, what a moment we've all had of like, what are I we doing that. with our lives?
1: <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. All of this for this. Yeah, yeah that's I'm such doing a all line. this for a
0: funny or die sketch? What <laughs> <We're>
1: the fuck? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Where somebody who's never created anything in their entire life is like, this sucks. Yes, yeah. exactly. So they left the mummified body of the dad, like they just covered it up?
0: I guess. So was that in a Did they drywall over the room where the dead dad's body was? And then the kid was like, ugh. Wouldn't that I'm, smell? I,
1: I would imagine it would stinky. Or maybe it's just a collectible they got.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. From, yeah. You know, they went to like they went a, to profundo rosso and yeah. they bought
1: it.
0: <laughs> uh yeah, I mean that's the thing is like, did they then seal up that room, but then the kid painted over it and then they're like, God damn it, we just sealed up this thing. Now I gotta fucking put more drywall paint over this thing. <laughs> Jesus Christ, kid. But he drew on it to be I, like I did love the paint job in Carlos Lovers. Apartment. Oh, yeah. Just that the design of that apartment was yeah, beautiful. It was,
1: yeah, it was great. um But yeah, the <laughs> the little Lord Fauntleroy outfit, you know, just kind of being like, oh no, I witnessed a murder.
0: <laughs> How did David Hemming realize that that song was from a
1: record? Again, another point where I kind of was just like, but I she just goes, you know who the killer is? He goes, I know. Right. But then he, he put the assumption together that it was his friend. Right. But then later on realized, like, but wait a minute. Wait. She had much white makeup on her face. <laughs> and she
0: looked like Carmen Sandiego. He just <laughs> noticed
1: the fact. He's like, wait, but he was with me when he was also made that terrible uh, cheers to someone getting raped. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I like, about that. And it's like, whoa,
0: what, dude? To Cancel. the deflowered virgin. Jesus
1: yeah. Christ. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I well, mean, I
0: in the, in some ways you're like, all right, I guess that was because he's got a damaged mind or so. Whatever. It's the also logic one
1: is. of those things where you like start to question, like, oh God, is like Argento like uh, a Where you're just like, he's of that that age yeah. group where they're just like, oh, but it's 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 natural, it's animalistic, and you're like. Fuck you. Go live in the woods and shit in the woods yes. and like go hunt your own food if you want to live like a fucking caveman. <laughs> We're in modern times. you picked and chose how you live in modern times. So get rid of that <laughs> bullshit, you fuck.
0: I do like... Yeah, Jodorowsky will sometimes... You're just like... He'll go on those tears where he's just like... And he's like, Zizak. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, Slavio Zizak. He's like, just that, like... That type of the, guy. The
1: got <laughs> that type of guy. Like, oh, it's animalistic. It's in. It's like, go fuck off in the woods like go you've you're you're on an iphone and you're smoking these cigars like you're fuck, it's like no you're you're part of modern society get fucking with it right
0: even john millius would be like whoa easy man.
1: you've chosen to shit on a toilet
0: <laughs> Once you shit on a toilet, brother, that's you're it. not a caveman anymore. <laughs> so get the fuck out of my face. I love that. That's that shitting on the toilet's the
1: marker but of that civilization. It is, right? I know. It's it like really if you want to talk about like, oh, it's like no, you eat you went to a restaurant where they prepared that fucking steak. <laughs> right. Get the fuck out of here. Anyway, <laughs> so
0: um yeah, I mean I feel like we've hit a lot of deep red, Honestly, deep like, red made us go deep. Yeah, man. Is there anything we miss that would be we be oh, remiss? I mean, uh, I'm sure. I'm sure. That's I'm sure. Thing. We
1: talked a lot about like kind of the. But I, I, I honestly like this movie was an incredible watch for me. I, I really do think it kind of came at a time where I'm feeling like I'm, I'm trying to gear up to be a little bit more creative with, with you know, with my writing and just things in general and it really was like the right time to be like, God damn, like I'm inspired. Mm -hmm. I'm inspired. And and he really is doing such a great job with like just a masterclass in your static shots of like, you probably won't have the time or the money to do this. It's just, it's just impossible. Right. I just filmed on something recently where I'm just like, Oh, right. You have to move on. You can't be like, was that okay? Like you can't, you (laughs) got to film and be done with your shit. And so you won't have the time to do like where Argento does because the fact that he doesn't care about his actors probably that <laughs> really helps does, like helps a lot certainly helps but you he's just a master in that and it's like such a great like every shot matters and every shot kept me entertained even when it was boring yeah you know what i mean yeah like, yeah yeah I, yeah yeah just i i love this movie i think it's 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 incredible and um i'm glad that we're doing argentober
0: yeah i'm glad that we did argentober look at yeah. that we covered yeah. both bases there you go.
1: <laughs> Yeah, man. I'm not doing a special edit for. <laughs> yeah, no,
0: fuck that. Um, yeah, no. I, I, I mean, obviously, I don't, I don't need to explain my love for Argento. You have heard or will continue to hear. Um, but it's also why I, I do think. Uh, why I think it can connect also to canon? Because why not? It's fun to think in those ones. We got Luigi Cozzi too. We saw it in America because some fucking you know production company picked it up here for distribution i i i'm i'm hard pressed to think at one point canon wasn't trying to get into some mix like but it's a oh, little yeah. early that's the biggest problem like yeah. for a lot of the argento it's like they didn't get their fingers in and i think i could be wrong if i'm remembering dario was happy with the the production like the the companies he had at certain points so it's just like he's not looking for other ones but like yeah. you know there's uh, there's there's enough of a scope for canon that they and they love films so much that they would have tried to get an argento if they could.
1: Oh yeah, I uh, didn't Argento's cousin try to remake Deep Red and he wanted Romero wanted to Romero do Romero, yeah. yeah and the he, 3D he, a 3D version. 3D and R- Romero, Romero was like, "Hold on, let me check in with Dario." Mm, and then I don't know uh, about this. Oh yeah, he was like, "Oh, you didn't know anything about it." Uh, yeah. fuck no. Yeah. yeah.
0: But yeah, it's a wild ride. Uh, it's 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 it, um, it's one of the best yeah. that he's got. It's it, we're not saying anything new by saying that. No, um, no
1: new tale uh, to tell.
0: Yeah, but uh, you either will hear or will uh, have heard all of our takes on Argento and a couple of his you know wide breath.
1: So yes. usually we do the canon scale, mm-hmm. but let's do uh, uh, typically in the canon. Canon, we say like, how many cannons would you give this? But on this, Jeff, how many? what are we doing with the scale?
0: We're going to do uh, 1 to 10 black gloves. Okay, uh, 1 to 10 gialli, giallo black gloves. So uh, how many
1: black gloves would you give this? Oh, 10, baby. Yeah. This I'm, is I'm, straight I'm 10. Off, I'm giving it, this goes to 11. This one goes to 11.
0: It's just, I mean, this is the fucking, the best. If, if I was like, do you want, I mean, even though people then would be like, oh, but it's got supernatural elements, not exactly, uh, or go to a Bava, uh, I'd be like, no, watch Deep Red. It's yeah. fucking it's, it's the great. best. It's great. Like it really is just uh, the best all around. Fire it up. Fire it up and do it down. Uh it and yeah. And so on that note, uh our gentober, baby. Yeah. Nothing but fun. And so yeah, uh, you know, uh, on that note, uh continue to check out the canon cannon. Correct. Uh, yeah, you
1: find us on Twitter and Instagram at the Cannon Cannon. Second Cannon is one in
0: yeah and patreon patreon.com slash the canon uh we're gonna be doing more of these hard pivots uh so get ready for them oh yeah but until next week i'm jeff
1: Garlock, and i'm frank garcia hale and this is the, the canon canon <laughs>